Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly brought to you by General Joe's Reborn.com with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic 80. For today's episode, I'm all on my own. In this regular video series, I round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, me? What up? It's the Full Force Weekly. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's just me today. Oh, no. Everyone's just like, oh, I'm not interested. I just only came, I only come here to watch Pat. Anyway, welcome. Good morning. Hello. Hope you're having a great weekend already. What is it? Saturday, 10 a.m. On, on the East Coast. What it, wherever you are, let me know where you are in the world and what time it is and what if you're enjoying it or not, please. Um, I have already done a live stream for our patrons earlier this morning. I am knackered already. Um, and I have just been rushing right to the last minute as per, as, as you know, on brand for me to get uh, everything kind of tied up for this episode as well. We've got a huge amount of stuff to get through today. It has been insane. Thank you so much as well for all the comments already. So many people watching already. This is crazy cool. Um, if we have you, Chris, we have everything we need. Oh, Neil, thanks. That's 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 nice. Although Pat would be upset to hear that, I think. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll let him know. Just kidding. Um, anyway, I hope all my double Fs, all the full forces, all of you cheese bags are doing well. Um, yeah, it has been a rather busy. Just week. This, this week has had more G.I. Joe reveals and stuff than all of Yojo June somehow. Yet Yojo June was like ridiculous. It was like a daily or at least a weekly beating uh, of the G.I. Joe stick around our heads. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to complain. Lots of awesome, awesome stuff uh, to talk about, to get stuck into. Um, and yeah, let's, I suppose, no time like the present, right? Uh, let's get stuck into the first news uh, item, which is actually in Hasbro Pulse dominating the European Union news. <laughs> Hasbro Pulse announced during the week that they have expanded across the European Union. In addition to previous countries, they are now live in Germany, Italy, Spain, France, Austria, Belgium, Bulgaria, Croatia, Cyprus, Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, Greece, Hungary, Ireland, Latvia, Lithuania, Luxembourg, Malta, Netherlands, Poland, Portugal, Romania, Slovakia, Slovenia and Sweden. The global expansion continues in much the same way as Cobra would try to take over the world in the Sunbow cartoon. There are still a few outliers in the world left to reach, including Australia, but hopefully it won't be much longer to wait as they are moving fast to grow the platform. Yeah, so this was an interesting expansion. Of course, we've had um, uh, certain countries in the EU were already kind of in incorporated. I think Germany were already on board. Um, I can't remember who the other ones were now off the top of my head. But there were a few that were already kind of like, um, you know, being able to access the, uh, uh, the Pulse platform. And now they've just gone and expanded it on a massive scale. So uh, I think that's every. I'm not sure if I've, I've probably I haven't. I should have double checked if there were any countries missing, um, and I didn't. I forgot to do so. So I feel bad. But anyway, it's still pretty cool, and um, it's good to know that they are continuing this expansion so that other people in the world can, uh, you know, um, basically get involved with Pulse and, of course, the Paz Labs and all that kind of stuff. So I know that like a lot of people 
have been, um, you know, complaining about not having the opportunity. And, I, it, you know, it's probably just a matter of time at the moment. I've got a feeling as well that, you know, like there are some big, obviously, territories and areas. Australia's one that needs, that still needs to kind of have a Hasbro Pulse, um, you know, uh, uh, platform. Uh, there are others, I can't think off the top of my head, but there are definitely others that haven't got that platform either. So it'll be nice if we can finally get out to like Australia and, and sorry, if they can get out to Australia and, and do that, that would be phenomenal. Um, Ed, love it. Hasbro Pulse, Barovia, Transcarpathia, Wokokokokutland, when? Exactly. When are we going to get it, Hasbro, hey? When are we going to get those particular places uh, with Hasbro Pulse? They should do that as a joke on like, um, like yo on like Geo Joe Day or something, and say Hasbro Pulse is expanding to Barovia, Transcarpathia, Transcarpathia. How do you pronounce it? That would be so funny, wouldn't it? And um, what are the other ones? Um, oh, there's so many others. I'm trying to think of the South American ones, and they've just they're, they escape me right now. Um, but yeah, it's it yeah happy that it's expanding, and at least now um, all of the EU seems to be covered, <laughs> covered in pulse. Glenda is big in Estonia. I like that one, Leon. Um, just a couple new places. Yeah, I know. And that's to read them all out. I didn't have to, but anyway. Yeah, New Zealand's another one. Um, that needs definitely needs, uh, you know, coverage, figure six pack. Um, there was an Animaniacs joke in there. So yeah, there was. Um, still needs to add, still need to add quarrel to the EU team. Yeah, we do. Quarrel would be great. I could see them doing a quarrel, considering we've got now this that kind of base retro scarlet figure. I could see them doing a quarrel. And Glenda, of course. Excuse me. Good morning. Such a boring week, says Flaffle57. Yeah, nothing happened, mate. Nothing at all. Um uh yeah anyway so that is i mean that's pretty much it in it what else can we talk about um that is the the news with pulse glad it's expanding and hope trucial abysme is another one yes that's a good shout thank you guys um God, there's so many comments coming on this is insanity uh rio lindo yeah I, I vaguely remember that what's the other one i'm trying to think of right that th there's a whole comic about it and i've completely forgotten it like Della, not Della Muerte, not San Muerte. What are they called? I've completely forgotten the South American places. Benzene's a good one, Leon. Yeah, Hasbro Pulse, Hasbro Pulse Benzene. Um, anyway, you know, there's lots of the GI Joe globe uh, that we could kind of incorporate here, but. Yeah, effective. Sierra Gordo, thank you, Pastor Pierogi. Why is that? And Barking Fridge, thank you. Darklonia is a good one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Sierra Gordo is what I'm trying to think of. Um, that was driving me mad that I couldn't think of that. Anyway, it's too early in the morning for this stuff. But anyway, great to know. Hasbro Pulse is expanding. Um, any Anyone in the chat uh, happy with this? Uh, is anyone in the chat from any of those places in uh, the EU and are finally happy that it's there for them. Let us know in the chat if you do, uh, and you are happy, and I'll shout you out. Um, yeah, cool. Morning, Checkpoint Alpha. Morning, everyone in the in the chat. Leon, Viper Scout, Lord Tau, Ed, Pass, Barking Fridge, David, Leon, everyone, Flaffle, all of you guys. Thank you so much for all the comments as well. I'll try and get to as many as I can. It is bonkers, and they're flying in. Staten Island is real, Leon, so we can't really count that. 
<laughs> Sierra Muerte is the other one I was trying to think of, Robert H. Thank you. Okay, that's enough for naming um, places in the G.I. Joe globe. Um, we do have a lot of news to get through, so let's shift on. Uh, next up, a bit of SDCC panels and, of course, exclusive news. The SDCC G.I. Joe-related panel details were revealed in the week. There will be two for Joe fans to enjoy. The G.I. Joe brand team consisting of Emily, Lenny, John and Tony will be bringing us a classified panel with reveals, a Haslab Hiss Tank production sample, a painted Dragonfly model and they will be giving us a look into the future of the line. Skybound Image will also be talking Transformers and G.I. Joe with their new combined Energon universe with Robert Kirkman, Daniel Warren Johnson, Joshua Williamson and Sean Makowitz. Both panels take place on Saturday the 22nd with the Joe team at 1pm Pacific and Skybound at 4.15pm. I would expect a few people to stream them during the show, so hopefully we will get a chance to see it as it happens. Yes, hopefully that is the case. Um, now I do know that Phil, shout out to Phil Donnelly um, of Articulated Points fame, uh, and Pat Stewart fame, as in not Picard, Pat Stewart, our very own Patrick Stewart, um, he will be uh, trying, at least, to stream the G.I. Joe panel um, at the very least. So hopefully we can get something from uh, from like our team on the ground right there. So thanks to Phil for doing that. Um, and Travis, I know you're going as well, buddy. Uh, are you streaming it or are you just going to enjoy it? Let us know. Um, but yeah, I think the, obviously, like I said, Phil will be, and there's going to be a lot of people that we know in attendance, but, um, and, hope, and I know a lot of people are going to be streaming or attempting to. So I know the Wi-Fi can be a bit, glitchy there sometimes um but hopefully we can get that like information as it comes out on the day we've got um detective dirty i think the crimson trio is a PulseCon exclusive yes it is what who said something about the pul about that but yeah effect, yeah the oh i see the figure six pack still want to see the crimson trio of sdcc yeah you're not going to see the crimson trio of sdcc the Crimson 3-pack is a PulseCon exclusive, yes. I see what's going on now in the chat. Yes, okay, so SDCC is uh, Chuckles and uh, um, PulseCon is uh, the Crimson 3-pack. Right, uh, you're just going to enjoy it. Okay, Travis, you're not going to be um, streaming. That's totally cool. Uh, you will be taking shots and covering the panel after and selling QR codes. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, cool. He's only joking about that last part. But yes, um, so Saturday at 1 o'clock, we will have the Hasbro G.I. Joe Classified Series panel. As I said in the video, Emily, John, Lenny, and Tony are going to be talking about behind-the-scenes info, the sneak peek into the future of the Classified Series. They're going to... Um, more about the most recent Hazlab projects, obviously. They're going to have the painted prototype Dragonfly model. They're going to have the um, a production sample Hiss Tank, which is amazing. And also, what's the other thing? Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yes. Obviously, name-only reveals, digital renders, and pre-orders are going to be dropping as well. So it's not it's like, obviously, Chuckles is going to be a pre-order, but there's going to be more. So, and like I said, um, yeah, there's going to be some other things they drop as well around uh, Comic-Con in terms of pre-orders, which is very exciting. I actually, I feel like the Chuckles pre-order is actually going to happen early SDCC. 
so like it you know not on the saturday basically so i think we'll have we'll, like it, we'll have the opportunity or people attendees and qr code owners will have the opportunity to get chuckles earlier in the show um like it's kind of like on the I, I would imagine like on the 19th like on the when it kicks off so that would probably be then and then on the 22nd there's going to be more so excited for that anyway I can't tell anymore. I can't say anymore. Next up then, we'll also have Transformers and G.I. Joe return in the Energon Universe panel from Image Skybound. That's going to feature Robert Kirkman, Daniel Warren Johnson, Joshua Williamson, and Sean Makowitz. Um, they're going to be kind of basically getting into the new Energon Universe and everything Transformers and G.I. Joe um, that they're going to be doing. Um, they're going to talk about um, the comics in like the void rivals kind of sense they're also going to be talking about those kind of spin-off comics where you'll have transformers one duke cobra commander and uh some other and obviously a real american hero so there's going to be a little bit of discussion on all that kind of stuff so very excited to see that they'll probably be revealing cool images and covers and artwork and stuff so that's going to be one to kind of really keep an eye on and hopefully that one will be um streamed as well uh, I say hopefully. They have been in the past, so I think we should, everything should be pretty cool on that one. Um, Travis is going to hope to hit that panel up as well. Good. You're going to have to let us know exactly what happens if we can't see it. Um, um, anyway, um, right. That is... Um, Luke says, last year, if I remember clearly, they showed Serpentor at SDCC, so we should see the Crimson 3-pack. Oh, see it, yes. Um, I, I probably wouldn't be surprised, actually, Luke, if that's one of the kind of like digital render reveals or something on the uh, on the pe panel presentation. But let's let's have a look. I mean, what have we got left? Uh, quick kick. We haven't heard any hide nor hair of quick kick for a long time. So maybe he might be revealed in some way, shape, or form. Mutton junkyard, possibly. Um, Big boa uh who else have we got kind of like we haven't seen visually these these are good things to talk about though because that is something that i expect you know we'll start seeing more digital renders there'll be name only reveals obviously that could be anything uh yeah ripper's a good shout the dreadnoughts yeah ripper and buzzer definitely helix good shout yes absolutely um yeah so that'll be interesting to see so we'll we'll see um I think we'll see quite a lot of that. Hawk is a good shout. Yeah, General Hawk. Yeah, thank you, guys. Keep them coming. Um, who? I, here's a question for everybody in the comments. What name-only reveals are you, are you? do you want them to announce? Now, obviously, that means, like, what characters do you want to come? Because it could be anybody. Personally, I'm going to throw out Hit and Run there. And that's for Justin Bell as well. Uh, but, no, I think Hit and Run would be a good one as a name-only reveal. But who do you think is going to get name-only reveals? That would be a really interesting one. Um, Future Fortress Maximus. I believe the next five-figure wave will be Tripwire, Ripper, Hawk, Buzzer, and Shockwave. Well, Tripwire is a deluxe figure, so he won't be in the five-figure wave, Future Fortress Maximus. So, no, that's actually incorrect. Um, the Ripper, Hawk, Buzzer, and Helix... And you're saying Shockwave, even though we know or we've heard that Nightfall Shockwave is on its way, right? So um, I think you've got close to the next five-figure wave. 
but I would throw Helix in there and replace Helix with um, uh, Tripwire because Tripwire is a deluxe figure. He's not in the five-figure wave. Um, so Sean Forrester wants Alpine. Good shout. Uh, that would be a good name-only reveal. Night Force Falcon, says Robert Yanes. Do we do we really want to risk that? <laughs> um, God, those knock reveals are going to be such crowd pleasers, says Shark Eyes. Very likely. Viper Scout says Lightfoot because you know exactly how to pander to this channel. Thank you. And me. Cess Paul says David Allen. That's another good shout. More Alpine, says Jim Smith. He said it three times, Alpine. So original Ricondo wouldn't be a name-only reveal figure six-pack, but that's something I'd like them to like, reveal as a digital render and saying that it's coming soon. That would be brilliant. Um, Future Fortress says name-only Cloudburst and Blowtorch. Hell yeah. Uh, Torch, Footloose, and Leatherneck, says Death Valley Machine. Good shouts. Road Pig says Justin Pennell, or Panel. Sorry if I'm saying that. I think it might be Pennell. Sorry, Justin. Road Pig, you say. Dawn, Alpine, and Jinx, says Diana. Good shouts there. Torch, says David R. Big Brawler, Leon Jarmo. There's a there's a, a deep cut. Uh, Night Viper, Alpine, says Pastor Perovi. These are all great shouts. Um Mainframe, says Aaron. Deep Six, RKW. Hoping for Blowtorch, says Tony Tran. Uh, original Recondo, says the figure six pack again. <laughs> uh, Lord Tao, Charbrawl, Lightfoot, Techno Viper. All good shouts, especially Lightfoot. Um, uh, yeah, cool. Sorry, these are all great. Hoping for Techno Viper. Hit and Run is always a great choice. Xandar and Zanzibar. My goodness, everyone then, basically, guys. Yeah, Recondo and Flash. Um, Keel Hall with Packin Flag. Amazing. Hotwire, Rachel, another deep cut. Night Viper, Night Force can fight them, Diana. Yes, indeed. Uh, hit and Run has to be a deluxe, Robert. Agreed. Uh, Techno Viper and Law and Order got to be coming surely, says Shark Eyes. Uh, hot and Run, Tiger Force, says Detective Dirty. I like Hot and Run better than I like Hit and Run now. I know you've corrected yourself. But no, I prefer Hot and Run. Yeah, Tiger Force Hit and Run would be sensational. Law and Order and Rocky Balboa, says Ben. I'm into that. Colonel Brekov. <sighs> yeah, I know, says Jeffrey. But that's a good shout. Uh, they just have to, like, skirt around some of the other aspects, wouldn't they? Um, who put in Big Brawler? <laughs> um, okay, loads and loads. Sorry, there's so many coming in. Well, I shouldn't have asked that question. There's just too many. Uh, lots of Zanzibar and his air skiff. Good shouts, guys. Short fuse in downtown, yeah. AVAC Firebat, that would be pretty cool. Saw Viper, Hydro Viper, Hydro Viper, Eric. Yes, please. Uh, I'm ready for version three Cobra Commander and version three Snake Eyes. Says Detective Dirty. Um, Doc Lightfoot, Flash, Sci-Fi. My God, there's so many. Okay, everyone then basically. Doctor Venom, good shout. Rachel, Wild Weasel, Dial Tone, Sci-Fi, Death Valley Machine. I like him. Oh, okay, Ed. Munisha, Viper, Zanya, and Dial Tone. Jill, please. All female. I like that. All female wave you got going on there, Ed. Um, okay. Metalhead, says Aaron. Blowtorch, says Sam. Sarge's Renegades. Yeah, please. Cesspool, Mr. Cheeseburger. Uh, Dr. Link Talbot, says Sith Viper 77. Uh, Battleforce 2000, Barking Fridge. Lifeline, definitely, AJ. Definitely, Lifeline's got to come soon. Um, okay, that's enough now. It's too many. Plague, Iron Grenadiers, Frag Viper. Okay, loads. So everyone, basically. Um, as well as panels, we know for certain 
that Chuckles is joining as well. So SDCC Classified Chuckles was revealed as well. Um, now, you might wonder, Chris, why didn't you put a video before this? It's because I completely forgot to do one. <laughs> so I've tied it in with the SDC panels, and you wouldn't have even known if I hadn't said anything. And I've gone and ruined it now by telling you that I just had to rejig the, like, the slideshow, basically. Um, anyway, Chuckles was revealed and looks phenomenal. Uh, the packaging has gone like, it's weird, isn't it? It's kind of almost like retro, very retro-inspired uh, like some kind of like vintage radio going on there that also has uh, a screen uh, and Skype and Zoom capabilities. So I don't, you know, there's a lot going on there, basically. So it's almost like retro Joe stuff that was trying to be futuristic. And I, I'm cool with that, though, still. Uh, you're still getting your com your names in. My goodness, they are fl still flying in. Zanya, Voltar. Zanzibar, Jinx, Venomous Maximus, Tiger Force Hardball is probably one of my favorites so far. Thanks, Jeremy. Um, th that Chuckles Pack image is Johnny Lawrence. Yeah, it's got. A, yeah, actually, it does look like him, doesn't it? From uh, uh, Karate Kid. Yeah. Uh, Ambush, Pathfinder, Salvo, everyone basically. Version two, Storm Shadow says Travis. Uh, yeah, definitely. Anyway, I do. It, this is this is a fun little. Um, I love this Chuckles artwork and, and packaging. It's all a very nice vibe. There's the EE on the back for extensive enterprises, I'm guessing. And, of course, you've got the uh, little call-out on the package there to the Crimson 3-pack of the Twins and the Baroness. Um, and, yeah, I still haven't worked out what's going on here, but I think I kind of get it. So, at first, I thought they were holding some sort of telephone, the two of them. But no, it's not that. It's basically they're waving their fists, and it's just lining up with their gold collar on the um, on the thing, which is pretty cool. Uh, and you can kind of see that on there's like a little like shoulder piece um, as well, like a, on one side that you can see. Uh, I think anyway, it's hard to tell. Anyway, you get a nice little kind of glimpse at what to expect with the Baroness and uh, the Crimson Twins for that PulseCon 3-pack. Um, there's a hint there maybe that the hair might be different. Maybe they've given her a different maybe. I'm just saying it could just be artistic interpretation for the artwork. But they might have gone a different direction with uh, the Baroness's head sculpt and hair. Just throwing that out there. There's a possibility. Um, I'm also trying to... Well, not, I haven't really looked at her very closely, but they might even have changed... You know, it might be a different figure. You never know. You never know. I'll have to look at the actual Baroness, but I can't see her shoulder things because she has, like, snakes and all sorts, doesn't she? Um, but yeah, it could be gold bars, actually. Yeah, Detective Dirty, because there were gold bars spilled on the other uh, image. Sorry, that, as I scroll through, we'll get to that one in a second. Um, yeah, you've got um, the kind of call out that it's the Crimson Bat on here because um, that's the Battle Android Trooper kind of, you know, you can tell the legs. And also, like, on the front of the folder, you can see on this manila folder, there's a crimson bat head. And then there are all sorts of bats that he's attacking to get out of the uh, coconut palm, like, hotel, which is amazing. Like, he's stealing the files uh, from the vault. And then he's you can see the storyline playing out as the crimson bats try to stop him. Uh, that's all very fun. I like it. Um, 
Yeah, and then obviously you've got gold bars there, as you, as was said before. So maybe they are holding gold bars. We'll see, I guess. Well, that'll make a bit more sense, I imagine, uh, in as as we go along. And of course, Chuckles is on the beach there, about to get picked up by the lifeguard uh, helicopter, which looks pretty cool, though. Kind of want it to be like a GI Joe, like like Lifeline's very own lifeguard helicopter. Um, yeah. What else are we talking? I oh, want a Mission Brazil set, says Eben. Uh, shoulder Phones, says Future Fortress Maximus. Yeah, just like that. Uh, I want a Sergeant Stone, says Ben Tatum. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Uh, Lord Tau is hoping that Baroness gets a new head sculpt as well. Um, I thought they were holding Twinkies, says Rachel. Yeah, that's actually a good, good shout. Um, Shark Eyes, thank you. 96 viewers, 25 likes. Come on, you cheese bags. Give Chris's channel some love. Absolutely, that'd be great. Thank you very much, Shark Eyes. And yes, please give the channel some some tender loving care with your comments, with your reactions and all that good stuff, please. And thank you. Night Creeper says Eric Hawkins. That would be a good one to get, definitely. Um, oh, brilliant. Sean says, yeah, he stole the gold bars and filled the case with Twinkies is how I'm playing it. Genius. I like, like, like that idea. I do. Um... Viper Scout says, look at the old cars. That's definitely Cuba. Okay, good shout. Yeah, could very well be. It's got that Cuba fit. Yeah, it has got that kind of vibe, definitely. Uh, I was thinking like Miami, I think. Um, it's like the facade town from issue 59, says Leon. Um, so this Chuckles will also go up, I, I think, goes up on Pulse in small quantities, as did every other thing in the universe they've ever sold so yeah um yeah let's fake you it, we'll get an opportunity on polls very like premium members will i imagine anyway i don't think it doesn't usually hold uh all the way to uh you know the regular pulse uh users uh just just people that go on pulse i order something on pulse if you're not a premium member i don't know what to call you just a someone that isn't a premium member there you go um yeah it's just the transformers universe version of blades <laughs> that has to be miami yes someone says i'm okay with baroness head scott but i hope she gets double elbows as future fortress maximus um barking fridge has chuckles first appearances on the beach was it not i believe it was um Oh, Leon wants the Stars and Stripes Forever set. Oh God, yeah, that was that was pretty bad actually. Um, he's strong if he can carry a suitcase full of gold bars. Well, that's why it's on the floor. He dragged it as far as he could, and then that's it. Game over. Uh, issue sixty, sorry, not fifty nine. Um, if he can lift a havoc missile, he's definitely strong. Says Viper Scout. That's true. Uh, yeah, cool. Well, so I'm trying to keep up with the comments. It's quite difficult. Yeah, so anyway, we get the figure render on the cover there, and he looks awesome. He's got obviously clearly got a different head sculpt as well, which is this kind of beaten up kind of style. And lo and behold, also, I'm just going back to this. There seems to be a briefcase and another case with gold bars in it, with some sort of laptop technology in it. So I think, I don't know, I'm thinking that, like, maybe that comes with him, maybe it doesn't, maybe it's extra set decoration. And make because there's nothing in his loadout here that suggests that other laptop thing with gold bars comes with it. I'd like it if he does, but 
I'm not sure if it will. And don't get me wrong, because also we've seen loadout pictures like this before that don't have all the accessories included. So you never know. But I'm going to go out on the limb and say that you don't get that gold bar thing that's on the front of the um, of the pack or the un uh, like you know the interior of the packaging uh, when you flip the door open to open it. So anyway, um, what do I think a mainline version of Chuckles could would be? Mainline, you could go with the movie white shirt, um, or uh, it, rather than mainline, just do a Night Force version of him in the Walmart theme, uh, which Death Valley Machine has pointed out as well, Travis. Yeah. So I, I imagine we'll get a Night Force Chuckles at some point. Uh, the gold bars may come with the Crimson Strike set, Rachel. That's a good point. Um, yeah, maybe that is um, something that comes with them. Weird that they would have their own faces on the screen, though, unless it was showing you know what they're looking at but you'd usually be just a small image of them and do you know what i mean like it would more likely be something like that on the left for them than it would be uh their entire just faces on the screen but i get what you're saying it could be something that comes with them and it could be just an accessory that you can utilize in the narrative definitely uh tiger force chuckles confirmed says jeremy amazing no <laughs> but anyway the figure looks great I do like the idea they've thrown in that extra kind of like uh, beaten up head. And I like the fact you've got like uh, handcuffs. So you can have him effectively on like a chair or something handcuffed up with the beaten up face and, you know, like a couple of like vipers or something or like dreadnoughts or, you know, whoever it may be beating the living pap out of him to uh, extract information. He also comes with like uh, brass knuckles uh, on what looks like brass knuckles. They could just be fists, but no, I think they are brass knuckles as well, um, kind of to, on his hands. So he can actually fight the crimson bats without hurting his hands. Um, when is Chuckles' release date after pre-order? Don't know, actually, Philly. I don't know. Like it would probably be a couple of It's difficult to say that they don't really give you a good idea of distribution dates do they it's usually like here's the pre-order it will be out soon and then it's like a couple of months or so but yeah it's not something we're really ever necessarily privy to i mean i will do i do often get some like on shelf dates but they are so like maybe maybe not do you know what i mean like there's a rough idea of when they need to be out um but yeah um, I'd love to see a field version of Chuckles give him more kit. M more kit? We more like spy gear, yeah? Um, yeah, mainline may just be the same figure with less accessories. I imagine they do a repaint, though, Jamie Lynn. Um, but I, I can see them just doing this in, like, a Night Force version, and then maybe the white shirt from the movie that would be kind of a cool version i'd really love that i'd really love to see that that version done in the in this in this figure um yeah yeah cool okay um sorry just so many questions yeah i'll try and get to everything i can't get to everything uh we got mindbender in, in november yet so probably in the same same kind of time period would would be my guess definitely um okay uh, then we get the all oh, at Soundwave guys. 
Yeah, of course, I think this, everyone realizes what this is. This is a tape cassette player that very much looks like Soundwave, um, and again, kind of adds to that adds to that like narrative of Transformers and GI Joe crossing over in like every facet of the brand at the moment. You've got Image Skybound. You've got the movie. Spoiler alert. You've got the you know the movie universe. You've got um, you know the collaborative crossovers in uh, the uh, actual three and three quarter O ring line. So I don't know. It's just kind of interesting that we've got Dark Energon in the you know the mole rats kind of narrative, and now we've got a little sound wave kind of in there too, which is amazing. What is a cassette player? Says Leon. How dare you? Um, yeah. The beat up face is a tribute to a famous comic book cover, says Ben. Yeah. Um, that's not sound wave, it's wound safe. Yeah, brilliant, Robert H. Or it could be blaster because it's all black, right? So it could be sound blaster. Sorry, not blaster. It could be sound blaster, definitely. So I'm gonna say sound blaster. Um, the obviously, what do you call it? The rejuvenation the reincarnation of Soundwave after him and Blaster had a fight in the Headmasters cartoon, I think it was. They had that battle. They both blow up into pieces. Um, and then Soundwave is collected by his cassettes and they take him back to the base and they regenerate him as Sound Blaster in black. And then um, you have, what is it? Blaster regenerated into I always forget his name. What it what is his name? Can anyone remember? What's Blaster's rejuvenation name? Anyway, and there you go. Anyway, there you go. Sound Blaster as a cassette tape, um, cassette player. And you also get so let's go back again. He also does get the the old school headphones as well, which are amazing. I got they 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 just remind me of like having my hair pinched. <laughs> Like there's like that metal strip band and then those like twin cast, thank you very much. And then those um little kind of fuzzy headphones that just about covered your only just about covered the holes in your ears. They were the worst, but the best. Man, I, I love those. Yeah, twin cast, thank you. Twin cast was the um uh re the re generation of blaster. Thank you. Um it's night for sound wave. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, yeah, the headphones that go with it as well. It's just awesome. Uh, twin cast confirmed with Tiger Force Hardball, says Jeremy. Genius. Um, yeah, cool. And then obviously we've got the figure. Again, really loving the look of this. Love the deco. The shirt looks phenomenal. Uh, love the pattern, like with the flowers and the leaves and everything. It's just, it's just next level. And I'm really happy with how he turned out. And yeah. That's pretty much it, I think. Oh, yeah, there's one more image that kind of snuck out there. And it's this one of him running across the beach with his, with the handcuffs on and obviously just escaped the, um, I don't know, the interrogation that he was going through. Um, but obviously had to keep that. He couldn't, didn't have the keys for the handcuffs, so they're still on him. Brilliant. Again, that was from Shooting the Galaxy, and he said there's a lot more to come uh, for Chuckles in terms of uh, product images can't wait to see them um yeah cool um so i've gone too far um sorry yeah that's just you know me showing you behind the scenes 
Right, next up then, um, we have covered pretty much everything SDCC there, um, bar Super 7's SDCC stuff, so let's look at that now. Super 7 dropped a very interesting video on Wednesday revealing their new theme for the pop-up store and all of their G.I. Joe exclusives. Cobra Global Operations is the theme and was introduced by none other than Cobra Commander himself. The reveals include new t-shirts and sweatshirts, a Python Patrol hat and socks, a Jason Edmiston Cobra Commander jigsaw puzzle, vintage style wax finish collector cards, a G.I. Joe Reaction MP variant figure, a Reaction Python Patrol trooper, a Reaction City of the Dead box set, a Super Cyborg snake armour and two new Ultimates repaints, Rednock Baroness and Red Jackal Destro. Super 7 knows how to do SDCC right and this year is no exception. In addition to the reveals, Super 7 also dropped a massive teaser for a Crimson Guard Ultimates figure. The shot only frames the torso of the figure, showing them holding a half-eaten donut and a cup of coffee. The cup of coffee isn't half-eaten, just a donut. Yeah, just a donut, McLeod. You are a donut, McLeod. Uh, Sharkos has made a, a good point here that I will actually explain myself, though. I remember a time a while back when Chris said he'd love to see Chuckles with some stolen files. Coincidence or not? Well, I will say, Sharkos, we were told ages ago that um, the Chuckles SDCC um, you know, figure was going to come with a lot of spy gear. That's all we were told. So we were working on the assumption of what does that mean? And it turns out it means uh, Sound Blaster from the Transformers, <laughs> uh, little headphones, uh, handcuffs, but yeah, a briefcase, manila folder with files, etc. Um, and we had said that because that's all we could think of. I think binoculars were another one that we said, does he come with binoculars? I think he does. So yeah, like we were kind of thinking, well, what could that mean, spy gear? And yeah, like, some of it obviously makes a lot of sense and some of it's a little bit kind of crazy or different to, to specifically for the narrative. But that is why I said that and we didn't know specifically he was coming with them, but we just knew spy gear was involved. So I know there's a little tongue-in-cheek in that comment as well, but still, um, yeah, we knew to a degree that some stuff was coming from him. So, so I was so confused when I saw that it was someone leaked uh, Chuckles with Armoury. I was like... Uh, okay. I was under the assumption it was spy gear and lo and behold, it was closer to spy gear than it was armory. Let's face it. Uh, but anyway, brilliant that it came out and uh, thank you Shark Eyes for the comment. But anyway, back to um, SDCC and Super 7 now. So they revealed an amazing video um, that had Cobra Commander kind of like sunning it up on the beach of San Diego um, he revealed, obviously, the Cobra Global Operations uh, kind of moniker. I think when um, Brian was on the show a few weeks ago, he had mentioned that it was called... Well, he first told me that it was going to be G.I. Joe International Operations, or G.I. Joe International was the theme. Then that changed to Cobra International operations and now the actual official name is cobra global operations so you've kind of we've seen the the morphing of this idea uh, as it's gone along so um yeah so cobra global operations is the theme name and then obviously we've got cobra commander dressed up here i think that's the um i want to say that helmet is the the one i have which i forget not Icon Heroes. Um, what is the brand called? 
It's icon something or some something icons. You'll you'll remind me in the comments, guys. I've completely forgotten. I don't think it's icon heroes that did that. I think it was um a different one completely. I have that helmet as well. I have the snake eyes one too, and I've completely forgotten the name. It's icon something or something icons. Ah, anyway, that's gonna kill me. Someone let me know in the comments, please. Anyway, that yeah. So who thinks this is Brian Flynn doing the acting, by the way? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I think it's Brian doing the acting, but it could I could be wrong. Um anyway, uh yeah, so they also revealed that the, the store was going to get a complete theme change, and there's kind of an image of it, but just the logo. Modern icons, thank you, Viper Scout and Jeremy. Don't have to, no one else has to say anything. Modern icons is the name. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that's basically what I'm getting at is the helmet he's wearing, I think, is the modern modern icons one. Um, it's you can kind of tell it's slightly different to the one that Trick or Treat Studios brought out. Um, yeah, so that is the logo for global the Cobra Global Operations. So I've also got my eye on the HasLab uh, as well because that is currently closing in on, well, I say closing in, it's 16887. We'll get to that later, though. Um, yeah, they also revealed a ton of exclusives, including, that's a good point, actually. It is a like you say, does Brian has a tattoo on his left arm, says RKW. Let's see if we can work it out. Um I can't see I can't see anything on on his right arm. I think that's just part of the glove, isn't it? I don't know. That's hard. To, that's a good shout though. That might be a good idea to see if we can work it out. Um yeah, we'll work out if it is Brian or not. But anyway, yeah, loads of uh, exclusives revealed including the uh, the box set for City of the Dead, the Snake Armor, the MP variant, the the trading cards and of course the ultimates. Um, Red Knock Baroness and Red Jackal Destro. It sounds like they're kind of doing, rather than doing them as separate characters, it's almost like they're, you know, it's the Red Knock Baroness and it's the Red Jackal Destro. Like they said that in the in the write-ups. So it's more, it's closer to, um, you know, like an in-universe, um, it's Destro and the Baroness basically. But just, you know, an alter ego, shall we say so they can do things around the globe. Um, wasn't there a Deke episode with Cobra Commander on a beach chair, or was that just Serana? Serana! Barking Fridge, that was the Deke episode where they have, yeah, it's like sun lotion or something, isn't it? And yeah, it's like sun lotion that they make, but it's like, I can't remember if it's, they just, it was a weird episode, but I do remember that one quite vividly. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Uh, Brian knows how to do fun yet borderline cringe promo videos. Yes, Neil. I would say these ones, though, you kind of get away with it because it's Cobra Commander and he is like that level of men, like crazy. But yeah, I, I agree on that one. Um, Travis says the Joe Wax cards are low key my favorite thing at Comic Con. Curious how they're going to sell them, though. I imagine in a, a, a just like you can either get them in like the, the box, like a PDQ or, you know, maybe singles. I don't know. I hope you can get them in a full set. That, that definitely sounds like something Super 7 would do, and you'll probably probably be able to get a full set online as well uh, from them because um, they always go up online as well, don't they? Now all we need is a Red Laser Cobra Commander. That's a good shout, Lord Tao, actually. Yeah, that would, that would fill out that nice little kind of hierarchy very nicely indeed. Um, okay, let's look at everything in a bit more detail. So obviously the Red Knock Baroness, 
I think when I first heard, well, we we knew about this for a while, okay. And when he told me about it, I was kind of like, I wonder how you do that. That isn't just an all red repaint, basically. And I'm really kind of I'm surprised one, it's the version one Baroness, not the version two. But also, I think it really works so well on this figure doing the the homage of the Indian Fun School homage this way. And when I saw this image, I was like, oh, yeah, that looks really cool. So, you know, like the, the different red for the gloves and the boots, like the darker kind of more, I don't know, scarlet red on the boots and the and the gloves. And then you've got the uh, that kind of like really bright, shiny red for the rest of the body. I think she looks wicked in that color. Like, yeah, I think it's a nice, it's a nice homage. It's a, you know, it's, it's a great figure anyway. So, yeah, I think that is a, that's a winner for me in my opinion. Um, and then, of course, you've got Destro as the Red Jackal, which, again, is all kinds of, ex of extremely awesome for me. Just so happy that we're getting Palatoy nods uh, again, but in the Ultimates waves. Oh, not waves, but the Ultimates line. Now, they've gone all out with this one to really differentiate him to Destro because it's difficult, man, because this figure is effectively just Destro repainted in Palatoy. It's it's almost, you know, crazy. It's it's so similar. So the fact we've, you know, we've gone the, the white collar, the red shirt, the logo's on there as well. He still gets the, the, the um, what do you call it? The uh, medallion, even though I think the one on the original Red Jackal is kind of like, what's the word, like molded on there, but not painted. So it's like covered. Um, I just want to double check that is the case. I'm pretty sure it is from my recollection. Do, 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 do. Sorry, get into the toys. And was it 83 and Red Jackal? Where are you, Red Jackal? Were you 84? You might have been, you might have been 84. Yeah, you were. Where's Red Jackal? He's there. Nearly there, guys. This is great for radio, isn't it? No, I've got to Mouton instead. No, Red Jackal's what I want. Yeah, so the actual figure itself, yeah, it, like it was molded on the medallion, but was painted over with the red and the and the logo. So it's nice that we've got like a like another medallion addition on there as well. And of course, it's there's no precedent as to what color it should be, so it's nice they went with black. It's also interesting that on the original figure, it's like the interior of the collar that's white as well. So I'm glad they've gone all out and given the whole collar that that white hit as well. Um, and of course, like it, it's slightly different to the Destro they've got because the boots are the same color as the body. So you, you're getting away from that a little bit. And yeah, but again, you know, I mean, it's Destro in it. It's, it's Destro, let's face it. Um, but I love that they've done it. And this is a great addition to the Ultimates line and really excited for it. So, yeah, thanks very much. It also comes with Flint's backpack, by the way. That's Flint's backpack repainted. So that's an interesting addition. And also that little red book, which I've got a feeling. Uh, someone said, could they be binoculars? Like those like visor, those like long binoculars, that futuristic looking ones. Don't know. I also think it might be a nod to the uh, decoder that came with Black Major, which was like a little red, um, you know, fold up kind of book thing. So I wonder if that might be what that is. I'm going to have to ask him about that and see what he says. But effectively, we'll find out very soon because there'll be more images, there'll be more information. 
uh, and there'll be listings for it. So there'll be like, it'll explain what it is in the, uh, the loadout listing. So anyway, very excited. Um, oh, that's a great shout, Mark. Yes. Red Jackal plus Robo Skull Mark II. Yeah, because I think Ben showed an image of the Robo Skull Mark II with an Ultimates figure in it, and they fit. Yeah, just saying. Just saying. <laughs> so that is extremely exciting. Um, anyway, yeah, I can't wait for that. Very, very much so. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's Steeler's Visor. Trophy from another dimension, says Viper Scout. Oh, you're joking. Okay, cool. Uh, it'd be nice to find out exactly what that is, and hopefully we will do in or soon. Um, the, on the packaging, it looks more like binoculars. The red goes all the way around. Uh, yeah, I kind of get what you're saying on that. Um, I just don't... I think, are they new? We must have had those binoculars already if they're in with a figure like this. Uh, maybe it is binoculars, and I'm just going too deep on the cuts, and that's totally cool. But yeah, it could be, but very much so. Right, those are those. Then we had Jason Edmiston's wonderful art that was a an actual kind of like portrait piece that was framed and put on display in the, sh the store last year as set decoration. So now they have made that into a jigsaw puzzle. And uh, yeah, you'll be able to get your hands on that as well, which is fun. So that's really cute, I like that. And the artwork, is stunning. I actually fancy getting this because I do like jigsaw puzzles. They remind me of when I was a kid um, and I would just, I'd spend like hours doing them with like, um, you know, me mum or me dad or me nan or me granddad. So yeah, I'm, I'm well up for that. So, um, or my nan dad, as I call it, I used to call him uh, as a kid, uh, me nana and me nan dad. Um, anyway, yes. So, um, Jigsaw puzzle, very into that, and uh, I really like this actually. And would fancy do fancy picking one of these up at some point. This will all go up on their site as well, by the way. It's not all just going to be available at SDC and nowhere else. Um, then we've got the, the cards, which Travis was talking about a second ago in the, in the comments. Um, these kind of like wax uh, finished cards look amazing. And again, Jason Edmiston art by the looks of things from the card art. And there's a foil one there with a roadblock. Oh my god! Actually, that they look too much fun to collect. That is a that is low key, freaking awesome thing for them to do. I love the art. They used a Duke as well on the uh, the box to make it really vintage. It's so awesome. Love it. Um, loads of merch as well in terms of t-shirts, sweatshirts, and of course they're reintroducing or they're bringing back the Firefly jacket, which uh, did amazing for them last year and sold out in loads of sizes. So they are, I think he said he's only got like smalls and mediums left. Um, so yeah, so obviously they're gonna, they've got a, again a, a bunch more extra double XLs and, and higher, I think, to, for people to enjoy. Um, oh, wow, we have 900 subs already, uh, orders already on extra beyond Glenda. So yeah, that's great, fantastic. I'm really excited um, to see that it's moving with two days left still. Like I, I, I was expecting not much movement and then obviously a huge spike on the last day. So the fact that we're getting more movement on it as with, yeah, 16,900. Wow. We're closing in on uh, 17K before, like I said, before that Monday um, kind of shut off. Brilliant stuff. 
Um, I want Ultimate's Mindbender version 2, says Tomato Bob Sponge. That would be quite crazy. I'd like that too, actually, though. But yeah, loving the new merch. We've got a Trouble Bubble t-shirt. There's the, um, it looks like the kind of like Sky Striker fighting a cobra um, kind of thing going on there. Like, you know, the uh, the logos fighting each other. You've got um, the Python Patrol Crimson, Python Patrol Trooper on a shirt, which is actually kind of, kind of sexy. They do great clothing, by the way. I've got a couple of their sweatshirts, the G.I. Joe camouflage one with just a little G.I. Joe logo on it and the gray, all gray sweatshirt with the little Cobra logo. They are beautiful. They're soft. They're really nice. Good fit. Yeah, I love them. Um, and there's another nice, that that Cobra Core one is really cool. That kind of with the global, um, Cobra Global logo on it. That's really neat. And is very reminiscent of the, I haven't even said this yet, but that logo is very reminiscent of the old Palatoy Cobra logo, which I kind of really wanted. Uh, the Takara logo, sorry, yes, uh, the Sky Striker one, yeah, you're right, 100%, uh, Trav. The, um, that, that, yeah, that global logo that they've got designed, very similar to that Palatoy one. And I love that Palatoy one. There's a real goofiness to it, like, like if they took the eyeballs out of the eyes, it would make it look hardcore, but they, they put the little dots in the eyes and it looks a little comical. Um, anyway, I love that they're kind of homaging that with the new logo. There's a snake armor on there, which is pretty dope. And of course, the, the jacket, which is really nice too. Um, so also this Python Patrol kind of set where you've got the hat and sort of matching snakeskin socks, uh, the same color, obviously. Um, but it's more snakeskin than it is the uh, the cross hatching. Um, so, but again, really nice, and I, I think they're great additions. That hat's awesome. I really want that hat. Um, and yeah, look at yeah. Okay, so the MP variant. I was like, what's the variation? It's skin color. So I think the first MP variant we had was yeah, like a darker skin tone, and uh, this one is uh, the lighter skin tone. So that's pretty awesome as well. Um, again, like a nice little variant for you. They've kind of split them up a little bit rather than doing them in, you know, how, they, how they've how they done them in the past with like nine variants. They've minimized that now and they're breaking it up into different ways. So obviously this variant comes out with SDCC. That makes sense, I guess. Um, then obviously the Python Trooper is also going to be an SDC exclusive. Now that was revealed on the back of the card when the Python Patrol and Tiger Force figures were revealed, as was Shipwreck. But obviously Shipwreck is the target exclusive. He's already been found at retail. And the Python Trooper is the other one that we were wondering where it's going to come. And obviously uh, we were all expecting SDCCCCCC, and that was the case. Um, right. Uh, next, we have the Snake Armor. This was a big reveal. We've known about this for so long. This was supposed to come out ages ago, and it just... They kept push, pushing it back. Um, so it was really nice that they finally got to reveal it and we don't have to kind of keep shtum about it anymore. So what I was saying on the news burst with this was we had a few more details that weren't necessarily very clear on the reveal, but we could explain a little bit better for you guys. Now, it said, I think it says that there are four panels that come off, and that is true. There are two panels on the front where the, this trooper is molded into. So I also explained that that trooper is molded into the, the figure. He is not removable, and you can't put figures inside this, which is a bit of a shame, but would have been a way more complex uh, situation uh, had it been Ultimates compatible. But I still think it would have been kind of cool. Anyway, um, yeah, so a molded in Cobra Trooper from the Sunbow cartoon. 
Um, there's another panel that goes in front of him there, which will be like all mechanical elements, like interior electronics and stuff. Um, and then on top of that goes the front of the of the actual snake armor. So those are the two panels on the front. So you take the snake armor front panel off, you don't immediately see the, the, the Sunbow Trooper. Um, so yeah. And then the other two panels are on the legs. So those two panels come off and you've got the, again, exposes the inner workings as it were. And you can kind of see that. I'm not really revealing anything because you can kind of see that on the side of the box there. It shows you that there are two front panels that go onto the uh, snake armor. So that kind of makes sense and is in keeping with a lot of other releases they've done in the past as well. Now, excuse me. Oh, I'm so tired. I've been doing this for hours now. Um, yeah, so this is really cool. Really excited for this one. Lots of articulation on it as well. And you've got those like um, different arm connector pieces as well, the will weapons. So it's really, really dope. And again, with scale, probably nicely with ultimates, but only it's going to be bigger than ultimates, right? So I my, my explanation was that it looks like the big snake armor they use to blow the doors down in the Terradrome when Falcon is trying to contact Action Force or G.I. Joe, depending on what uh, dub you watch um, when he's going, come in, Action Force, acknowledge, or come in, G.I. Joe, acknowledge. But yeah, that the, it's basically uh, the, the snake armor that blows the doors down is huge. And I think would scale really well with the ultimates in that, if you're using it in that kind of, um, kind of situation. But yeah, it's going to look nice with your ultimates no matter what. Uh, the, but the figure inside is a lot bigger uh, in stature than an Ultimates figure. So yeah. Um, and it's kind of, or, or the other thing I mentioned on the, on the verse is this reminds me of that Superman movie where the woman gets kind of like pinned to the computer and then like becomes like a cyborg as it's like, it just traumatized me as a kid that did that, that, that scene. Uh, it was so dark, man. Uh, but that's what that reminds me of. It looks like he's been like fused to the interior. And if you guys know uh, Venture Brothers, I think in like the far, not the last season, the one where in the hotel, or not sorry, that that huge building is their like new home, and then there's like um, <laughs> it's like a there's like a it's like almost like his dad I think is like fused into the computer. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about if you've if you've watched the Venture Brothers, but it kind of looks like that. Um, yeah, this would be great. This would be great in classified. And also would be great as a yeah a red repaint for Red Shadow or a blue. What color was it? We did it. We had a couple of different colors in the UK, but yeah, like a red version for Red Shadows would be wicked. Um, and you just they'd have to paint the trooper red inside, which would make any sense. Or they'd have to remold the interior and put in the Hiss driver just to make it um, accurate. Superman three, yeah. Thank you, Peppermint Oil Capture. It was childhood nightmare fuel. Yes. Um, new Venture Brothers movie this month, Sean. Yeah, I know, I can't wait. I love the Venture Brothers. Um, an ultimate Serpentor would be insanity, Neil. Yes, it would. And I kind of feel like that's got to happen at some point. Anyway, moving on. Reaction. This was another one we've we've had under our, you know, we've known about for a while and had to keep under our hats. Do you remember, there's been a few episodes where, where Brian has kind of like swung the camera around to show like how messy the room is or whatever. And he's revealed things by accident, so we've had to blur the cam the, the shot. He did that with the um, it was the the three pack, the Cobra disguise three pack that came out for April Fools. Uh, that was in shot, 
And he's like, oh, yep, I've revealed something there. And so we had to kind of blur that out when we did the, the interview. Also, <laughs> this was another one that he showed us by accident. I had to cut out completely. Uh, not just like by, you know, it wasn't an accident, but he just showed me on camera. And I'm like, yep, going to cut that out. So this is awesome. And funnily enough, we knew about this before I saw before I knew about it before I saw it. So I knew the details before I saw the actual box set. So I knew we were getting this. I knew what was involved in it. And and the moment he mentioned it to me, I was like, okay, I know, I know that it's gonna have to incorporate those gargoyle kind of like statues, those kind of like Japanese gargoyle statues or Chinese gargoyle statues, whatever they are those weird little doggy things i knew they were going to be incorporated because that is that scene when it's panning over in that scene with when we're in the pyramids of darkness episode and they popped up right and you kind of see them i'm like that's going to be in the packaging that's the packaging right there it's going to be the building and it's going to be those things and lo and behold he shows me and i'm like i couldn't have envisioned it any better uh, the only thing I didn't expect was that beautiful, like, landscape on the top. Like, you're looking over the building to the rest of the area, so that the mountains and the and the other buildings. So nice that they incorporated that. And then when you slide off, you slide the uh, the outer um, slip cover off. You get the interior now with the with the figures on show. And the other thing, yeah, like they're called uh, clay soldiers in the description. But it's effectively your terracotta warriors, isn't it? From um, I forget the region in China. I I, I did I, when I did this the first time when we talked about this. Um, when did we talk about this? Probably in, probably for a pat Patreon thing. But yeah, like I, I, I was I pinpointed where the terracotta warriors were from and read it out on there. And now I've completely forgotten. But yeah, it's a region in um, in China, basically, isn't it? Um, and based what I was going to say is, yeah, so what what can we tell you about this that you can't really see? So yes, they come with uh, lots of different weapons and accessories. Now, well, they come with individual weapons each, So um, and they're all slightly different. So the terracotta guys, or the clay warriors, um, they have like long staff axe type things, right? Lots of different iterations of those kind of weapons. Um, I think... I want to say I can't remember off the top of my head, but when like when you remove that uh, them out of the package, the weapons are behind those pillars uh, that are kind of on the packaging. Shangxi Province, thank you, Barking Fridge, thank you. Shangxi Province, thank you. I think that's what it was as well. Yeah. Um, now, going back to the the weapons, the skeleton warriors have glow in the dark swords, just like the scene. And also, the terracotta warriors are different. So no two warriors are the same. Um, the two on the left have got the same, you know, build, body, gear, and everything, but they've got different head sculpts. And it's the same for the two on the right. And the two on the right have got different head sculpts, but then also there's slightly different aspects as well, I think, in the build as well, um, if I remember correctly. Um, I can't remember exactly what it is. But yeah, there are differences, and they're, you know like one of them's got like a big beard one of them's got like just a little mustache it's it's really cool that they've gone it's not just the same figures over and over again they've they've done like you know different they've made differences between them which is phenomenal the skeleton warriors are the same though i think they're the same kind of style so if you want to like 
army build these, you can. Okay, now the eyes is another thing because when I asked at the time, uh, Brian couldn't remember if the eyes glowed in the dark or not, but they are red. All of those figures have red eyes. Um, so it might be glow in the dark paint, but he couldn't remember if they did or not at that point because there was so much going on and it was so far in the past as the, the development of it. So I'm going to hold off on that for now, but it's possible they do. They they do all have red eyes though on the um, on the figures, which is really fun. Um, um, and that would be really cool if it you know you turn the lights out and you've got these red dots like that. That's cool. Um, anyway, yeah. So like I said, the um, skeleton swords, the skeletons warriors swords do glow in the dark, and I kind of want to say their skulls might, but I might be pushing it a bit there. I don't think they do. Anyway, we'll find it. We'll find out. Um, eventually, will we not? Uh, and obviously, global operations will be open from the 19th to the 23rd. It's 9 p.m. to late on the 19th. That's the kind of like, what do you call it? The uh, preview night, evening or whatever. Um, the 20th is, and to the 22nd is 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. And on the last day, it will be 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And that's 7018 Avenue, San Diego, California, 92101, if you want to find it. Awesome stuff. Um, and on top of that, they go and drop a massive teaser on us. After revealing all that stuff for SDCC, we get another Ultimates teaser. So I expect I expect a reveal maybe next week, like Monday or Tuesday, um, as is the way of the world. Uh, but this is really fun. So <laughs> primordial plot CGs don't work on break union rules besides dinosaurs are not covered in the Crimson Guard manual. Amazing. Um, yes, so again, from the uh, Sumbo cartoon, they've got a little donut and a cup of coffee there, which I think is absolutely adorable. Um, and again, is a shout out to um, the Sumbo cartoon. And I just got this image up because this is like almost a direct reference to the color and style and design of the Sunbow Crimson Guard uh, with the blue and everything. So I love that. And yeah, so yeah, I couldn't I couldn't find the exact reference <laughs> for the, the donut and the coffee though. Um, Homer Simpson Crimson Guard teaser, says Robert H. Yeah, love that. It is a bit Homer Simpson, isn't it? Uh, except there wouldn't be, the donut would be gone. It would be just, there wouldn't even be any crumbs left. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, you saw them in a museum when you were a kid, Peppermint All Capsule, the Terracotta Warriors. That's awesome. Um, the Mummy Part 3 says Figure 6. Yeah, it was a bit, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah. So Ultimates, Crimson Guard, Sunbow Style. Super excited. I'm expecting for this one. I'm expecting Todd's eating a donut as he types his comment. Well done, Todd. You're, you're, you're winning then because I want to be doing that, but I'm not right now. Um, yet no pink frosting though, Viper's Cat. You're right. It's just too, it's a generic donut, isn't it? It's a chocolate donut, I think. I don't know. Who knows? Everybody. Um, um, sorry, I'm multitasking. Things are happening, uh, in the background. Uh, nothing to worry about for anybody. Um, I just... I need to keep an eye on things. There we go. Yeah, cool. Okay. No, no biggie. Um, I'm also also multitasking, looking at the Hasler, which we'll be talking about in a second. 16921, it is moving fast. Um, David Allen says Dr. Apple version. He's a bit chunkier though, isn't he? 
So maybe, maybe not. Maybe it is. Maybe that is who we're looking at. And the image is not really showing us the kind of paunch on the tummy. So that's a, that's a good shout. And it could possibly be that. Because the more I look at it, the more it does look a little bit chubby on the in the in the lower torso area. Could be. Could be. Uh, a whole lot of crimson going on in this episode. Something must be in the water. Yeah, indeed, Codename Iowa. We'll be getting to something of yours a little bit later, you cheeky monkey. Uh, but yeah, we'll be getting to that in a bit. Um, right, that is all of SDCC and the Crimson Guard Ultimates reveal or teaser. Um, I'm starting to think now that it might be actually Dr. Apple based on the, uh, you know, the, uh, it could, yeah, I don't know. We'll see, I guess. Hope, fingers crossed, we see uh, very soon. I guess next week, maybe we've already seen, maybe they've already shared it and I'm just being slow. Um, but no, I think people would have told me if that was the case. Right then. Let's move on to the next news item. There's a lot still to get through. How is this possible? Uh, okay, it's Hire Toys Flint. Hire Toys decided to also get involved with the G.I. Joe reveals as they dropped images of their upcoming 118th scale exquisite mini Flint figure. Once again, the Hire team gave us some nice product shots showing the figure with his loadout of a shotgun and backpack holster, pistol, spare hands, removable beret and diorama piece figure stand. He is slated for a Q1 2024 release and will be $24.99. Expect a similar restricted release situation for the figure, much like the previous releases. Yeah, this one is an interesting one for me because I love the figure. I'm not a fan of the head sculpt or, or beret. Um, and yeah, it's like, this is, it, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of, a little off in my um, in my viewpoint here. Um, I like the. I do. This is the thing. I really do like that figure. I like the um, the build. I like the design. I'm a fan of the classified figure as well. Um, but yeah, I just don't quite get the the head sculpt scenario here. He looks like quite old in some shots as well. And it looks a little weird. His eyes are a bit too big. Uh, the mouth is a little too wide. He's got that kind of like falcon thing going on. And the beret just doesn't sit right for me. Like maybe it's not on properly, but I would also suggest that, yeah, that kind of the fold needs to be a bit closer to his head uh, on that one. That's that's my only gripe with it, but it's a bit of a major gripe, unfortunately. Um, yeah, he kind of, again, cool figure and a cool reveal. Um, do you? I mean, are you guys like into it? Are you kind? Do you collect the higher toy stuff? We've had Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Cobra Commander, and the other one I always forget is Beachhead. <sighs> Every time, and now Flint. So they're kind of churning them out a little bit now. Like we're getting more. You know, I, when I first saw that you know, Snake Eyes was coming out, I was like, well, you know, there'll be one every full moon or one every couple of years and then no lo and behold they kind of snuck a few more out uh like i said including um storm shadow came pretty soon afterwards and the fact that that they gave him the tattoo was really awesome i really liked that about that storm shadow figure made it very close to the classified styling cobra commander was an interesting one too that was like you know uh, an almost redesign with with elements of things in there but it wasn't necessarily something that was that was classified, uh, early classified designs. Um, and then, of course, Beachhead, which was a great um, 
again, like a really good figure and with all of his like very similar classified elements to him. Uh, same thing here with Flint. This is exactly what they're going to be doing. It's They're going to be doing classified versions, early classified versions and classified related style evergreen designs for this line, which is great. And I'm, I'm kind of all here for it, honestly. Um, the... Well, yes, Sean, that's a good point as well, that the emblem should be over his left eye, and it's kind of in the middle, isn't it? But that could be just because it's not on right. But they, you know, shift it around a little bit. But no, I, I get that, and I think that there's a few issues I have with the, the beret and, and the shape of it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's pretty cool still. Um, I still, I, you know, I do like it, though, at the same time. It's weird. It's a weird conflicting things here, because obviously Flint is a major character of mine. I love him. I love Flint as a as a character. I love him in the Action Force comics and the cartoon, and and you know, genuinely one of my favorite figures and characters in the vintage era. And so it kind of like it, it bugs me when certain things like this happen, and I'm like not really a hundred percent into it. Do you know what I mean? Like that that kind of upsets me a little bit. But again, you know, it's it is what it is. I'm not that bothered. But that is my only gripe with the figure. Because I think he looks cool, and he looks cool in certain poses as well. And like you know, he doesn't have like loads of of gear. Like he comes with the shotgun that he comes with in classified, the pistol, the holster, the removable beret, the the backpack sheath holster for his rifle. So you know, it's not loads. And this is again like he kind of looks like a wooden ventriloquist dummy in this image, doesn't he? That might be a bit too harsh, but yeah, it does kind of look a little bit like that. Um, I, but yeah, I'm down, but I think he needs, he needs that hat. He needs the head and he needs the beret fixed in my opinion. Uh, and there he, he is with all his loadout and the, the figure stand, which connects to other diorama base figure stands as well. Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I can really say on him at the moment. They're a little bit taller than the kind of four inch modern figures. So they don't quite scale perfectly. Um, which is again a, another odd kind of thing, but they are very stylistically different. So it's almost like a small classified series, if you will. Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, let me know if you guys are digging them or not. If you're having, you know, if you like this Flint figure, or if you're not really into him, let me know in the comments. His hands look large, says Aaron. Um, the shot there. Yeah, they do kind of look a little bit big, but I didn't really notice the size of them. Uh, they look all right. I'm not too fussed about that. They do. They might look a little bit bigger, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm not really. That doesn't really bother me. Um, but yeah, I'm. I think the uh, the head sculpt and the hat is my major issue. I will say though, the ones they've done so far look great. But they're all masked. Snake Eyes, Storm Shadow, Beachhead, Cobra Commander. They don't have to do a head. So this is kind of like. What I was kind of a little worried about, I'm not going to lie, because I do have a few higher toys figures and they are, you know, just normal head sculpts, but then they're not the best. So hopefully they will improve on that. And, you know, it's not going to, you know, the product might may be different. It's, it says in the, in all the images as well. So you never know. Um, yeah. Okay. Next up then, um, as I try and motor through all of this crazy news is HasLab updates.
It was all happening with the Dragonfly HasLab this week. First up, Nightforce Crazy Legs was revealed for the third and final tier unlock at 19k. There was no digital render, however, probably due to a last minute change, but it did give us an idea of what to expect from the Joe's Assault Trooper. The artwork showed that he would come with a rifle, pistol, backpack, and rigger's hat. I have a feeling there will be more to come with Crazy Legs, and we might get more info during the team's panel during SDCC. As well as getting an early sneak peek at the third tier, we also managed to unlock the second one for Glenda. At the time of this recording, we are at 16,642 backers, and I would expect a huge spike over the weekend going into the final day on Monday. Hopefully we can unlock Crazy Legs when all is said and done, because I need an actual Night Force character in the Night Force, please and thank you. I make myself laugh. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, um, it's true, isn't it, though? It's that thing of, like, <laughs> it's like so far we've in the Night Force thing, we've had Big Ben and Shooter, and uh, neither of which uh, are actually in the Night Force. Night Force Ripcord wasn't in the original Night Force either. So it's like the, the first three figures we get classified Night Force, none of them have precedent. Technically, you could argue Ripcord does have precedent in the previous his Haslab, Haslab for the Sky Striker. Yes, of course. And obviously, when Hasbro make a figure, it's canon. Of course, it is. But what I'm, what my joke, my joke is really around the fact that we haven't had a vintage Night Force character in the Night Force, and we've had it's taken four figures to do so. Um, and you know, like, so anyway, Crazy Legs, boom, there you go, David, David Thomas. Do you know what? I didn't even realize that was his name. I've read those file cards so many times and his name has never sunk into my head. Maybe because it's too, it's very generic. So apologies for all David Thomases out there and any David whatevers and Thomas whatevers. I'm not saying you're generic. I'm saying that those that combination of names is a little generic and probably why I didn't remember it. Um, but anyway, brilliant. Um, Leon Jarmo says, and thank you very much for the super chat, buddy. This should fund you a red parachute riggers cap. <laughs> That's effectively what it will be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we are. And I, I said in the video, thank you very much for the for that, Leon. Really appreciate the super chat, buddy. The um what I would say is the um in the video, I said it was like six two something. It's now six nine two nine um or six nine thirty. I think it's gone up again. So yeah, they really it's really moving now. Um <laughs> tap taps back reverse pat is in the house um he thanks for the thank you reverse pat for the um mirror universe pat for the super chat mate really appreciate it whomever you are does haslap accept flag points i should have some around here somewhere i wish because i would have 20 haslabs by now um, the amount of flag points I have. Thank you very much, whoever you are. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so it, clearly some a change was made here. And um, some people think they know exactly what it is, which is totally cool and fine if you do. Um, I can't comment on it, unfortunately. Uh, but Detective Dirty, yeah, is all I can say, more or less, on what you're saying there. Um, so yeah, it looks like there was a last minute change on Crazy Legs, mainly down to the fact that we got a, a sketch or we got artwork rather than a digital render. Um, yes, it appears as though there was something else planned, which we knew, kind of knew what, what it was. And we didn't say anything because we knew that it could change. 
And also, it was never going to be Hawk. And I don't understand why people kept saying it. I even like was like having to lean towards Hawk, but try and say things like, well, it's could be version one or it could be the the 1991 version because we know version two hawk is in the next five figure wave so yeah we knew that was going to be coming we knew airborne wasn't going to be in there either they kind of said that early so we knew that was going to be the case so yeah um something else was going to be in tier three um and it was uh honestly i'd have i'd have had either of them i don't really care i don't really mind but we ended up with night force crazy legs which is totally cool by the way this is a brilliant figure. I'm so excited for Crazy Legs in general. And to get him in the Night Force, even better. Thank you. Please and thank you very much. Now, a couple of interesting things. We get the Riggers cap, which um, the wonderful Darren Marshall um, gave us even more information about when I did the live burst about this uh, before. And I will read it out again uh, for those that missed that. But the riggers, so riggers who wear the cap, pack the parachutes for personnel, whether that is static line personnel jumps or halo jumps. They also pack and maintain cargo parachutes for things like a vehicle or a sustainment bundle. Their highly recognizable red hats are authorized for parachute riggers only. The red hat is to help to identify a parachute rigger quickly when uh, we are supporting an airdrop or airborne operation. Darren himself was a uh, uh, rigger himself as well. He was in the, uh, the military. If there is an issue with the parachute, the jump master can easily identify the rigger, get their attention, and the problem can be quickly addressed. And he sent me some examples, and you get that one there. That's a standard one um, with the, um, let me just kind of read out the description of that standard hat. Standard red hat with most riggers wear, pin on parachute rigger badge and rank. And then there's a special 82nd airborne riggers hat. Uh, that they have their own fabric patch sewn onto the hat and a pin on rank. And he sent me a picture of that as well. Okay, coolsies. So lots of information regarding the little cap that you get with it, which is great. So it's fun that we're getting, obviously, the um, the hat with crazy legs being a parachute, you know, assault trooper. So he can be a rigger in, like, those situations. He can take the helmet off, stick the hat on. Brilliant. And also... The hat lends itself very nicely to a number of the characters in the line. Heavy Duty, Hardball, Cutter, uh, the list goes on. Um, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it stops there. But basically, it's really cool that, that that's happening. And also the fact that Hardball was a name that popped up recently in legal proceedings, not legal proceedings, but like in trademark trademarks for Hasbro um, as a toy trademark, <laughs> excuse me, toy trademark. Which means that, you know, maybe that hat is going to be backwards and on uh, heavy duty as well, which would be great. Could go on both ways. It's a removable hat, for goodness sake. But you know what I'm saying. Um, anyway, love this crazy legs. And of course, obviously, one other thing I will mention is they've shown like a, a quick drawing here of a backpack. He's got his gear. The original figure, right? Sorry, heavy duty was the figure... Uh, was the name, the toy uh, trademark that was been revealed recently, Heavy Duty. And Heavy Duty wears a cap, so he'd stick it back, uh, on. wears it backwards. Hardball is another character I mentioned um, who is another one that could use a baseball cap. And, of course, so could Cutter and, yeah, many others. So, yeah, that's what I was getting at. But Heavy Duty I mentioned because of the um, the recent trademark situation and the fact that he wears a baseball cap back to front. Okay, next. 
crazy legs. Now, the the gear on the vintage figure, the, the secondary pins into the, is connected to the backpack. So it goes over his head. The backpack kind of doesn't pin in. It's like hollow. It just a, a thick, it just goes over the back and then you wrap the straps through the legs and you pin the excess to the, the bottom of the backpack. So it's like, it, you know, it's like really cool. Like it's a whole piece and it's, it's so much fun as a, as a kind of fig for, you know, for the figure. I kind of hope they continue that into classified. I really hope we get the secondary that you see on him, the kind of strapping secondary, I really hope that connects to the backpack in some way because I just think it it would make it so much cooler to have that as a piece that all wraps around him and everything and goes around his legs and all that kind of jazz. So um, who knows? We will see. We will see. But um, uh, at the moment, it's all very kind of like uh, early kind of concept drawings at the moment. He gets a pistol as well uh, and that removable helmet and the hat, of course, and a rifle. Um Cool. So, yeah, I expect him to come with more stuff as well, genuinely. So, um, yeah, that unlocks at 19K. We're currently at 16,934. Um, here's the crazy legs of Night Force version. As you can see, the straps kind of connecting to the backpack there as well. Um, and that kind of rifle, which is similar, it's got the little sight on the top of it. They've probably kind of like um, done a similar rifle for him, but not the same. It might be the case there. Uh, but they're both at the worst angles to view the rifle at, aren't they? Um, anyway, really cool. Love it. The other, um, and obviously I'm really excited at possible regular crazy legs here as well, that red and gray. Very, very exciting. Um, they should use the hat on a diagnostic 80 figure, 100%, Jeremy. Why is that not the case? Um, yeah, big time. I like how you just confirm random things. Mad Marauder's Cutter confirmed, of course. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um we definitely need hardball, Neil. Yeah, definitely. Um, would people be pissed if Cobra hijacks the HasLab on the last day? I don't think so, RKW. I think it'd be wicked. Last day, get another little thing in there for them to throw in at 27K. And everyone's like, well, we're not going to get that, are we? Um, yeah. So, yeah. I'm really excited for this figure in both versions and obviously we're going to get the re we'll get the redeco at some point of course we will now a little bit of close we can see all like the text textures a little bit better on the close-up shot here you know the little kind of padding areas and everything i think it would be a good idea on the whole to make those different textured areas slightly different color maybe like a dark gray or something just to break it up and to differentiate him a little bit to ripcord um i think it would have been pretty cool to Put ripcord in camouflage on the night force the first figure and the you know the the o-ring figure and the uh classified figure to you know again differentiate him but make him look a bit cooler and um, that'd have been pretty neat wouldn't it black with like green camouflage striping kind of on him would be would be really dope um but anyway i think that yeah the um to differentiate them i'd like them to do something on the the textures and the like the inner like on the inner padding on his on his legs here I could see them doing something um, like you know, like a slightly different color. And it's funny how those lower, like the feet, uh, the feet and the like, the halfway down the shins, those like lower leg going into the feet kind of parts look very like much like snow jobs. Um, obviously, the legs are going to be different, but um, maybe they're going to try and keep those feet, the, the boots, the same basically. Um, anyway, very awesome. Now, like I said, it comes with those those um, items. We've already kind of covered that. 
this was the comparison of the two figures, Night Force, uh, Ripcord, and Crazy Legs. It is very similar. So that's why I'm saying I think there should be some sort of color break with Crazy Legs. And I also think maybe the, you know, the, the overall strap that's going over the top of the regular web gear, that can be a bit more, I don't know, maybe a bit more kind of metallic looking. Uh, we'll see anyway. We'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, so that's that. Unlocked, obviously, Wallace Ripcord Weems. <clears throat> Unlocked, Jane Glenda Mulligan. And that was it. We And we're, sorry, we're still kind of stuck with uh, still have to unlock Crazy Legs. But that's cool. And then following that news, more phenomenally Emily, more phenomenally Emily, posted some awesome updates as well that really got people going here. So she explained that Airborne was announced as a mainline figure. That's why he's not in the HasLab Unlocked Tears. Um, funds for Hazlab are collected when the campaign closes at 11.59pm Eastern Time on July 17th. So we've got all of that Monday, basically, haven't we? Not as soon as you back. This is one of the reasons why campaigns are around a month and a half long. We want to give people time to save up for their dream items, and we appreciate that very much. Uh, we need 16k backers to unlock Blender. Done. And 19k backers to unlock Crazy Legs. For anyone who is concerned about still needing 4,000 backers, a lot less now, by the way, Remember how many units we sold of the Sky Striker and his tank in the last 24 hours? Spoiler alert, it was a lot. We are going to be doing numbers on Monday, I think, guys, as well. And we're already doing numbers now as we close in on the 17K. Wouldn't it be nice to hit 17K while I'm on this stream? It's probably not going to happen, but 16,939 we are currently. Um, and also, while you're at it, let's hit that like button. <laughs> please, on YouTube. And of course, hit the React on Facebook. Give us some likes. We really appreciate it. And yeah, keep the comments coming in. Um, sorry, I've missed a lot of comments recently. Oh, let, let me get through this and we'll come back to some stuff. Um, we do love to leave hints for people to decipher, but sometimes they don't always lead where you're expecting or anywhere at all. Much the, I think they're really pointing at the General Hawk thing there, because obviously popped up in a lot of the updates um, and you obviously in the video for the dragonfly, and then of course for you know that his name fit perfectly and 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 role fit perfectly in those X's. But you know, whatever. Um, bro, we will get crazy legs. International numbers aren't even included, says Flaffle fifty seven. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yes, let's go. We're going to do this. We, I'm excited already. It's going to happen. Um, and it is going up as we speak, which is great. 19, sorry, 16,940 we are currently. Then finally she mentioned, oh, you're still reading? How dedicated. Second spoiler alert, Doc is joining Airborne and General Hawk in the main line. XOXO Emily. Thank you, Emily, for being awesome. So main line figures, Doc, Airborne, and General Hawk. I've already told you General Hawk was in the main line. No one listened to me. Nobody cared that I told them the, what the five-figure wave was. It's just like, I don't know. I don't know what more to tell you guys, honestly. Um, Airborne, obviously we know he is um, uh, also going to be in the main line. That was mentioned in that, um, you know, the round table. And of course, Doc, what a great introduction. Um, the, 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 like, honestly, the, the most low-key name-only reveal ever, wasn't it? Just like, oh yeah, Doc's going to be in the, the line as well, by the way. On a, like, on a description of a of a friggin' Instagram post. Like, how on earth 
how on earth is anyone supposed to notice that? You did, obviously, and we did, so it was all good. But it was so low-key, that, that name-only reveal, that people are like, where did you get the doc information from? And Emily, directly. Um, so that's really cool. So doc, I'm hoping we get sort of like, well, she said mainline, but that doesn't necessarily mean um, standard release. It could mean just like, you know, a deluxe figure. But it might mean mainline as in, yeah, standard release. But I would like it, and I'm just going to put it out there. I would like it if De if Doc was a deluxe figure and he came with a stretcher, loads of, like, medical gear and stuff like that, removable helmet, removable shades, the kind of mortar cannon, but then, or whatever it is, like, flare maybe, say, like, whatever. But, like, all of the things that, you know, he just give him a bunch of stuff is what I want. Uh, that would be really, really cool. A lot of people were saying, like, um, yeah, sorry, Airborne's not in the the five-figure wave. No, sorry, I just realized, David Allen, no. Doc and Airborne are not the missing figure from the five-figure wave, no. The five-figure wave next is Hawk, Helix. I said it earlier in the show. Hawk, Helix, Buzzer Ripper, and the other one we can't name yet that someone did in the comments earlier. So if you want to go back through the comments, you might be able to find it. But um, yeah, that's the five-figure wave, basically. Uh, the next one. Now, um, Doc and Airborne are in the main line, but they're not in that next five-figure wave. They're just in the future. Uh, so 2024, most likely. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, next then. What else was next on this? I'm still in the HasLab and Classified arena. I know that much. Excited for Doc. Oh, yeah. And then this beautiful render was posted the other day. Um, which has yeah has the uh, dragonfly attacking the his tank, which is really awesome, and also on on top of that, um, shooting the galaxy, who I really want to get on the show. I have spoken to him a little bit about you know kind of informally about um, having a chat with him. He's up for it. We'll probably do something after SDCCCCCCC because obviously there's going to be more images of his to discuss as well and get stuck into. So, um. With that said, uh, he did mention that he put the 788 fire team figures in some of the promo shots for the His Tank. And they're not like super clear to see, but um, I think somebody, I think it was Plastic Battles, Paul Pamphalone spotted some, someone did a zoom in on it and said, what is, is, what is this figure? And uh, Shooting the Galaxies has confirmed, yay, there are 788 fire team figures in there, which is pretty cool. So again, um, I'm going to pouring over those images when I get back. Uh, well, sorry, when, when I finish this, just to see if I can kind of locate them. But that was awesome. The other thing I wanted to mention in this while we're here is that Big Ben and Range Viper have started kind of shipping out uh, across the globe. So this was in uh, Hong Kong, but then also in Thailand. And I think in the UK, it's about a week or so before um, you, they deliver Big Ben and Range Viper. So it's getting out there. Also, Tiger Force Dusty and Python Crimson Guard are in targets in California, so they're probably making their way distribution-wise across the country. Also very awesome. That's it for that particular segment. Um, we are having to move on, and it's the final bit. This is going to be a two-hour show, isn't it? Uh, the final um, thing to talk about is Walmart CollectorCon. <laughs>
We knew that July the 12th was going to be a small preview for Walmart CollectorCon, but I don't think we were expecting to see three new classified figures. Yes, Walmart revealed Night Force Shooter, a Crimson Alley Viper, and the brand new Mole Rat with promo shots and product images galore. All three figures will go up for pre-order on the 18th, so let's get stuck in, shall we? Yeah, let's get stuck into these. Um, again, I, I said this on the live when I, when I did it. Um, oh, Python Troll and Tiger Force is also hitting Western uh, WA targets. Is that Wisconsin or is that what's WA? Washington, sorry. So, yeah, hitting Western Washington targets. Thank you, Future Fortress Maximus. Um, Yojo July is just Yojo June on steroids, isn't it? Says Lord. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, UK should get the middle of the week. Thank you, Leon Jarmo. That's uh, Big Ben and Range Viper. Fantastic stuff. Uh, and also, I think on uh, another little bit of information was that the Snow Serpent um, got a date, didn't it? Or like was turning up at that one store. I'll just quickly get what the date was. It was, man, this is like a, this is a full-time job now, I think, basically. July 24th is when Return of the Nerd are getting the Snow Serpents. That's nuts, man. Uh, anyway, yeah, they're in hand as well, the Range Viper and Big Ben. Crazy. Brilliant. Okay. Um, let's talk about this line the best right now, isn't it? Definitely, man. Definitely. Um, so, Walmart Collecticon reveals. I We knew about these long in advance. These were leaked listings. We even knew about the mole rat being, you know, having a zombie viper thing. We couldn't say anything about it, of course. But I did hint about it. I even did, I'm not sure if you noticed, but I did my, here's my theory on what I think the mole rat and zombie viper thing is all about. And I mean, you watch that and you'll see I've just described the mole rat with this. So you can read between the lines sometimes, guys. Um, it's, I try and sneak out information, but I, I can't say it directly, unfortunately. Um, anyway, so... I was really surprised at how much I love these figures. So Alley Viper, it's it's an Alley Viper redeco. I was like, yeah, great. Excited for a red and black Alley Viper deco. We knew it was a red and black one. I didn't know it was a crimson Alley Viper. I just thought it was like along the side, the, like the his tank kind of um, theme, if you know what I mean. So um, the fact that it's like an actual crimson addition to the crimson sub team is amazing. Now, um, but not just that, it's the fact that I look at this and I'm like, oh, wow, it just works. Like, it looks gorgeous. Obviously, it's the Pursuit of Cobra, um, you know, Alley Viper deco with the stripes on the on the uh, shield, on the arms and on the legs, uh, on the arm and, arm and leg, sorry. and uh, Sorry, arms and leg. Uh, it's really cool. I love it. I love the deco. I think it works really well. I love the addition of the um, the toxic kind of, like, symbol on the front of the helmet, on the on the... Uh, visor on the front that flops down because it kind of ties him in to all of the um, uh, you know the other kind of aspects of this particular theme with it being you know like toxic and you know dark energon and all that kind of vibe now I've kind of looked at the the backgrounds of the images haven't seen a lot of homage in these ones other than tying it into the same location this kind of like jungle going into a cave type scenario um, and, you know, like in the Range Viper art cut, like background, you can just about make out Shadow Tracker. It, it, it clearly is Shadow Tracker. And we know he's, he's Walmart exclusive, so it makes a lot of sense. 
Can't see anything in the background of these, though, other than the crystals and the cave and obviously the, the location. So it's tying everything together. Um, but still a, a beautiful figure render on the front there. It just looks stunning. The shield looks awesome. The artwork looks gorgeous. I love this packaging. I'm going to be really sad to see it go. Genuinely am. At least, you know, I think it will. it's going to be good that we're going to be going back to the windows for, for a lot of people. Uh, but at the same time, I'm I'm just all about this this new packaging. It's gorgeous. Yeah, that is the Energon, isn't it? That's the Dark Energon crystals um, kind of in the background. But that's it. That's as far as, you know, the homage or background info uh, goes. He's in someone's garden, says Leon. Actually, it does look a bit like someone's garden. That is so true. Um, but yeah, um, every time I see the Alley Viper, I think the Toxic logo is Red Shadow, says Charles. Yeah, yeah, it does have that. Yeah, from the distance, it does have that vibe. Yeah. Um, Detective Date says windows, but put that front on the back. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, we'll see how they, what they do at the end of the day. Honestly, um, I kind of hope they do something cool with it. Crimson Alley Viper looks like he will be on duty monitoring the traffic at Cobra. Says TC, amazing. Yeah, it's the stripes and it? it's like a traffic cone. Um, but anyway, I love what they've done with this, and uh, the figure looks gorgeous in this deco. Like I can't get enough of it. I thought the first Alley Viper was dope, but this is like on some next level shiz. Same kind of loadout. Like I said, the only difference being the the deco and the uh, the little tampo. Zartan, thank you so much. The Crimson Alley Viper is the first repaint that I like better than the original. I have to agree with that. Thank you, Zartan, for you for the um, super chat. Really appreciate it, buddy. Um, and I agree with you. I think this is one that's kind of usurping the original Alley Viper for me now. It's it's weird. Um, I, I'll miss the packaging. I like it a lot. So, Sean, yeah, same. Um, Chaz says, should have made him black and yellow for his, to this mission and called him a bio Alley Viper. That's actually quite a fun idea. The only thing I would say about utilizing the black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, is that the figure is different. Like, it's a different, you know, there are different parts on it, different new pieces including the the helmet being completely different and the shield being like a cobra logo so i would like them to do the alley viper version two i think it's the version two i'd like them to do that separately but with new parts but i don't i see what you mean and that it's i get what you're saying in terms of tying it into the the bio kind of thing um um what did Matt say, oh, oh yeah, uh, Marvel Legends zombies could work well. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yes. Thank you, Matt, as well for that. Marvel Legends zombies could work very well headwise on some of these figures. Um, blue and grey camo version all the way for me. Yeah, that would be nice, Leon, definitely. Um, are we going to see repaints of Cobra Infantry Troopers ever or just Vipers, etc.? Well, Flaffle57, we are going to see some repaints of uh, some others, aren't we? Because... Um, we've got a 788 fire team coming. So um, there'll be, hopefully, some uh, infantry troopers in there. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll add him to the Hiss infantry. He matches after they're all red and black. Yes, Barking Ridge does. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry. Um, yeah, cool. So... Let's go through the images, of course. It's loads. Uh, I love that one of him, like, resting the gun on the, on the shield. That's so awesome. And that team one's nice of them kind of walking through as well. The ominous kind of vibe with these zombies kind of, like, about to attack. Uh, on this, you know, shot, they're, like, fully having to, like, reload in one shot. 
and actually, you know, kick off with uh, zombies around them. I, I like it. I like the suspense feeling in these in this kind of tunnel. Uh, and this narrative has been really fun for all of the, the characters that have been in here so far. Yes, Flaffle 57, wink, wink, indeed. Um, uh, next up, Shooter. Absolutely wonderful addition to the line again. Uh, now, again, we, we get in that kind of location vibe. I can't really see anything going on in the background apart from the dark energon crystals and the kind of location scenario. It looks like she's maybe kind of further into the cave but not all the way in, if you know what I mean. So, like, you still got the kind of the, the grass and the moss and stuff kind of um, around and a bit of kind of, I don't know, like kind of like steam floating around. But anyway, I think she looks phenomenal. It's a really cool figure. I will say, though, um, when I first saw the action figure pop up, it was the figure on the left. The image I saw on the left was the first thing I saw when I was... Someone's, I think it was Jeremy or one, uh, it was a number of people actually sent me this, but I remember Jeremy's uh, link on Instagram. He sent me this, um, uh, the links. And on one of them, I clicked on it. The first image I saw was this of Shooter. And I'm like, wow, she looks very Fortnite there, but like doesn't in any of the other images. It's weird. I think it was just that one shot, like really like cutting out some of the, the background that made me think she was very Fortnite. But I'm not saying that as a, as a, as a down. I think... Sigma six vibes, yes, Leon. Actually, there's there's definitely like a proportional Sigma six vibe going on there, uh, and I think obviously the secondary kind of bulks are out a bit. You've got there's a lot of new parts on this figure as well. It's like a mix, isn't it, of uh, of new and, and 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 reuse, reuse and new. But um, I really love this figure. The deco's cool. You know, it's not like the all green OG version and it's not the all black that I think I was expecting for like a Night Force version. So I'm glad that they've done something that's like not not one or the other. Um, yeah, Lady J parts, definitely, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so with that said, really a big fan of this figure. I like her in inclusion. I even like, I'm a big fan of the sneakers. I think that's a really fun addition and gives her like a character, like uh, interest you know, there are some characters that they, you know, um, Nunchuck, who doesn't have sneakers, by the way, which upsets me. I'm kidding. I'm not that bothered. But, you know, like the fact that some characters are defined by a certain thing. And if that isn't carried over into another version of theirs, you do tend to kind of get like, oh, I don't, I don't really, it, it doesn't feel like the character unless they have something that carries over. And in this case, she's never had sneakers, but I just feel that like this is such a fun addition to build her character in the Classified series because there's not much to go on, is there? You've got one, you know, you've got the call out to Jim Shooter in the original comic, okay, which was hidden. You didn't know, know who the character was. Then she was retconned as a female, well, not retconned as a female character. She was, she was it was, a, you know, she was revealed as a female character, um, whether that was the intention or not originally, but she was revealed as a female character in the later comics. She was only in that one declassified comic, I think, wasn't she? And 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 was killed in in the issue. So, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, 20 years old comic. <laughs> um, and then, obviously, we've had the shooter figure in the three-pack in the 50th anniversary, and that's it. So, you know, I would I would say this is one of those ones where, yeah, you've got free reign to go nuts in the classified series with. And I'm kind of glad they did. 
Um, I think she's, I think, like I said, I think the, the sneaks are a really fun addition. She comes with that rifle, which again, someone has pointed out, it does look a little bendy. Um, and I will, I will say that that has been one gripe of mine has been the, the weapons, especially the longer weapons. They all bend and curve and wave a little bit, which, you know, it, it's, you can bend them back a little bit to some degree. Um, but yeah, I, I, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like I wish... I wish they were a little sturdier, the, the longer weapons. But it is what it is, isn't it? You know what I mean? And there are the other thing is there are tons and tons of, of guns on the market that you can get from like Marauder and, and other places that you know you can you know um you can kind of give your Joes basically. And you not have to use the wobbly ones necessarily. Um, anyway, and they're not even that bad actually. Even though I'm moaning about it now, I managed to bend Snowjobs back, and that's been fine ever since. So I think it's just because it's. This is a little tip I learned off Andrew Franks as well. Heat up any things that are warped or bent, because what heat does is it'll almost like return the plastic to almost its m memory shape. Uh, it doesn't always work, but it has worked on so many things. Um, and that was a shout out to Andrew Franks who taught me that, and um, that is actually a really good technique. I'm not sure if it'll work on some of these bendy weapons, but give it a try. It might do. It might do. Um, yeah, so anyway, love the fact that she's got different hair pieces. She's got the uh, the gas mask head as well. She's got the knife, the pistol, and that piece, obviously, to connect the, the, the rifle to her back as like a little backpack, which I didn't realize initially and had to have people tell me in the comments on the news burst. But I think she looks great. These product shots are beautiful again, and again, bring out that kind of like very dark, suspenseful, mysterious uh, mission in this tunnel, which I'm I'm really excited. And that that shot of her with the gas mask, she's going to go really well with Big Ben, basically. And I'm I'm very excited about about those two next to each other with the gas masks on. Uh, yeah, really, really cool. Um, I wonder if they're kind of almost doing a similar thing with Big Ben, making. Big Ben and Army Builder by giving him the gas mask. Are they doing the same thing here with Shooter? You know, giving her the gas mask, does that allow you to do like the problem is, I mean, maybe you could change, I don't know. It's slightly different because Big Ben is covered up. So you can get away with, you know, multiple um army builders of different, you know, you don't know what ethnicity they are they are. But if you're getting an army builder for shooter, they're gonna all look exactly the same. So yeah. And obviously, so are Big Ben um, army builders, but you know what I mean. Um, let's, what am I saying? Um, yeah, cool. So I love this, and I love what they've done with her, and I'm, I'm really, really excited. Um, Leon Jarmo says, Arctic Big Ben, please. That's a great shout. That 2000s repaint is amazing. And I would be all over that, mate. I would be all over that. And I, I think that's a genuine possible repaint for big ben i do think so um yeah uh, yeah in a big way um arctic everything yeah next up then we have the mole rats i should say finally the mole rat now this was one like i said i tried to kind of hint at what the the leak listing was getting at uh but it never really got through but effectively the mole rat was the zombie viper so there's no zombie viper uh, it just comes with a zombie head. Um, and that's, you know, the information we got initially was a figure. We didn't, we weren't told it was a mole rat either. We just were told there was a Walmart exclusive figure that was a 
uh, came with a zombie alternate head and a drill we- auger weapon. Um, so based on a bunch of other information that we had, we were, we were able to put a lot of it together to actually find out, oh, okay, so the mole rat is this zombie-related uh, figure, and my goodness, doesn't it work well? This is so cool as a new introduction, like a new character, a new figure, a new army builder in the G.I. Joe universe, and my God, they have smashed it out of the park. It's a Hazard Viper, Toxo Viper, new concept thing, Zombie Viper, all mushed into one um, with some really awesome touches. I love the deco. Orange and that kind of blue color, that kind of purpley blue color, just so good. Um, just just absolutely superb. Uh, Sharko says, Mole Rat is the best new character since Shadow Tracker. I agree. Interesting, we're getting Shadow Tracker as well soon. Um, uh, McMurphy says, has anyone asked Shooting the Galaxy about the differences between the green and purple crystals and the Mole Rat heads? I think what it is, is that it's purple crystals with green interior lining um, inside. And I think... I don't know what the situation is there, McMurphy, whether there's like two different paint jobs on it on different products or if something changes. But on this one, couldn't see anything in the background apart from other than being in like a uh, more makeshift tunnel, by the way, compared to the other tunnel, which is like finished and looks like a blooming alien spacecraft. This is way more kind of like we'll just put some beams up and hopefully no one dies inside with like lanterns in the background and stuff like that. Now, I did also mention that the he comes with a lantern in the news burst extra, but that's not a lantern. It is a um, can, it's a canister, is what it's described as on the thing. So it's probably for collecting crystals, which someone else had mentioned as well. It just has that kind of lantern vibe to it. Um, so no, McMurphy, we haven't asked you to in the galaxy. Maybe that's what we should be doing. No, there won't be a zombie viper just yet, Rachel. Or there isn't one that we know of. The zombie viper leak is effectively this. Uh, okay. So that is the Night Force uh, themed Walmart listing uh, that was called Zombie Viper in these in um, uh, yeah quotation marks. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that. Um, Tap, you're back again, buddy. With another, thank you again for another uh, another uh, what are they called super chat. Does the mall rat come with an orange Julius and cheese fries? No, but they should do, shouldn't they? That should be, well, effectively, that's a mall rat. So, yes, a mall rat does come with those, 100%. Does this mole rat come with it? Should do. Um, glow in the dark paint. Thank you, Shooting the Galaxy. You absolute genius. I love it when we can, re- like, um, you've probably already said that, and it's already known throughout the galaxy. See what I did there? But thank you so much for confirming that in this arena, it's now official. Thank you, you absolute beauty. We are definitely getting you on the show, by the way, whether you like it or not. <laughs> You'll probably you probably won't like it. But thank you, shooting the galaxy. The glow in the dark paint, that is next level. And we'll have there you go. There's a there's a good look at the um the mole rat as well. We'll get you off the screen now, but thank you, shooting the galaxy. There you go, guys. Oh, you absolute legend. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, 
I love this Toxo Zombie myself, says Neil. Yeah, it's kind of very Toxo Zombie, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you can do all of Eco Warriors on this body. You pretty much can. Uh, yeah, it does feel like an exclusive, that Trav, doesn't it? It does feel like getting... Uh... Thank you, buddy. He's off now. Thank you, Shooting the Galaxy. Everyone say thank you. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to find that out on this. I mean, I'm sure you've said it somewhere else before, and I just missed it, and I apologize, but that's brilliant. Um, race, race, Ray Murphy, sorry, Ray, says, Molrat's base body minus pouches would make a nice ace figure. Uh, you say ace. That's a good shout. Someone said airtight. Where, where were you? Where did you say airtight? Ryan, reuse body parts for airtight. Absolutely. Um, I think there's a lot going on here. Um, there's a lot of new stuff too. Um, someone said the other day that it was all snow job, but it's not all snow job. Um, it is actually a lot of, there's, there's quite a few new parts on there too. Um, anyway, it's awesome. Um, yes, the callback to the Pursuit of Cobra is at Hazard Viper uh, with the orange is no, noise. Yeah, definitely. Um <laughs> he's gone now he can't tell you about the fire team easter egg he can't continue the uh amazing exclusive reveals on our show um airtight is a good shout yeah um that was the drill that took chuckles tooth as leon jarmo amazing i love that it's obsessed oh, is another good shout yeah, leon yes um i love the fact that you've got that kind of like it's like a handle that clips the weapon or the drill to it so you've got like multi-use kind of tool thing You've got that flashlight, like kind of like a halogen. You've got a scanner, which is what it's called. I was calling it a Geiger counter, which probably is, you know, similar what they're trying to say, but they can't say Geiger counter. So they, yeah, they've called it a scanner. And the backpack has got a pipe on it that connects to the helmet, um, which also has a um, hose on the front of it, which connects to the secondary on the chest. There's so much cool stuff about this figure. I just can't even... I'm so excited to get this in hand. This is going to be so much fun to mess around with and have, you know, and again, multiples of these are a must, aren't they? Like, you know, like guys that are in the background looking and checking and doing science stuff, and then all of a sudden there's a breakout, and then you've got a bunch of zombie versions of them. It's just freaking amazing. Freaking amazing. Diver suit, says Leon Jarman. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of utilization here for other things, definitely. Um, but yeah, um, just so excited for this figure, man, just looks great. And then obviously we've got the beautiful images. Look at these gorgeous images. Um, again, like he's he's using the drill there, which is wicked. Uh, man, shooting the galaxy does some good stuff, doesn't he? Oh, just so good. That one where he's just like contemplating life on the right, just looking into the void and going, did I make the right choice? Am I in the right field for my expertise? Like, what am I? Am I doing? Am I? Am I? Hey, wait, am, are we the bad guys? <laughs> is what he's saying. <laughs> um, and then obviously you've got the zombie shots here, which are amazing. Like, oh, the breakouts just happened, and that guy's just noticed, and oh crap, my buddy's turned into a zombie. Some dark stuff going on here. I must admit that shot of him with like the, the crooked leg and the arms and everything, just just brilliant. Um, this is so good, so so good. Um, and then again, nice close-ups, of course, of the uh, the mask and using the scanner and everything. Just brilliant. I'm going to have a lot of fun with this particular figure, uh, and that's pretty much everything I think for um, for the thing. Shoutouts next, I think. Yeah, it is. I had to do a quick one, uh, but you all saw what I did. Are we the baddies? Yes, past the pierogi. Um, Deep six V two says Adam. That's a good shout. 
Hell yeah. With the get just put that big helmet on the top, the big diving helmet. I love that version of Deep Six. Oh, oh, beautiful. Yeah, with that deco as well. Phenomenal. Anyway, anyway, that is it. Um, we have done two hours, or I have done two hours. That's an that's a record, I think. We've actually Pat and I have probably done two hours before when he when he didn't have to go anywhere. Um, anyway. Shout outs next. So let's get on with it because we kind of do need to bring this to a close at some point, don't we? I mean, yeah, we do. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it and, of course, showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. Just imagine how long it would have been if you had someone else to talk to. Indeed, Mark. Or I've just gone off the deep end and just gone nuts. That's probably what it is. Uh, Ryan Daly says, I am on Hoarder now. Thanks for asking. <laughs> or stop asking me, Chris. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, go check it out. Um, it's a fun app. I really enjoy it, honestly. Just kind of like building up tons and tons and tons of collections. And it's what it, what it, it for me personally, just do a quick thing on Hoarder. It's just simply a way of me able to kind of organize my entire collection visually, information wise. Um, you, it's, you can kind of use it like either as a bit of fun. So you just, you know, take a picture, post it, a bit of information like a title, but not, you don't have to go crazy deep. But in terms of like finding stuff, I tell you what, I, there have been moments when I have actually used it like practically and been like, oh my God, this works. So like, you know, when someone says to you, oh, did you see that figure that like, or the back in like 98, that was this deco or whatever. And you're like, yeah, I had that. I've got, I've got it in my, uh, on my like Facebook. And I think, and then you scroll for ages looking for this picture that is just really difficult on hoarder. Obviously you can search and it's just like, bang, bang, bang. It's there. And it's like this one. And I, I've done that so many times recently, like in the, in recent memory, and just app, yeah. So just from from like that side of usage is great. Then you've got um, if you kind of like look at hoarder from a um, desktop point of view, there's like um, you know you can get into real detail with it, and you can like create like it's affected. Like I know a lot of you guys have spreadsheets of your collections. I um, definitely had that prior to this, but what I did was I just imported a lot of information. And it imports it too. So you can get CSV file version of your uh, spreadsheet and you can import it into Hoarder on a desktop. Um, and it will like, you know, give you an op opportunity to organize the columns in the right place, um, to add images at that point if you want to. And of course, to, you know, go into more detail with like uh, dates and, uh, you know, who create, who made it in the first place, or, you know, all of the little details that you need for that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, it's, it's cool like that. And you can export stuff. So if you've got like a huge list spreadsheet, right? Say for example, you wanted to sell something, for example, uh, like a bulk amount of things and you needed to get that information quickly, you could export your entire collection into a CSV file and then go into that CSV file and just, you know, take out the stuff you don't, you, you're keeping and then send that to like whoever it is with all the information on it, all of the, the pricing and everything. 
it's it's cool. Insurance purposes, actually, that's a good point, David. Yeah, great for insurance stuff. Like if you want to uh, insure your collection, Hoard is great to organize it all. And then you have everything in place with visuals. That's the best part of it for me. It's just like having it there, you know. But anyway, you can build little, little side collections and separate everything. And you can kind of like, I've, well, the other thing I wanted to say about it, I used it once. I was at a convention and there are all these cops figures laid out on the table, uh, carded ones. And I couldn't remember which ones I had and which ones I didn't have. And so I go on to Hoarder and I looked at my cops collection and I'm like, oh God, yeah, I did have that one and that one and that one and that one and that one. And then it was just, it was only that one I needed and it wasn't in a great condition carded wise. So I'm like, oh, good job I checked. Cause I could, I would have, you know, earlier I would have just been like, I'll buy all of them. And then I would have had about three versions of the same cops figure, but you know what I mean? So like, that was really cool. Uh, yes, Shark Eyes, sorry. It does need to be in Australia. We are working on that um it at the moment i think um that is something we are yeah we're definitely working towards um and it will be available in australia as soon as we can work out um how to get that done so yeah apologies sorry i keep kind of talking about it and then um you're like yeah but we don't have it out here um jamie lynn has said chris have you ever thought about doing a hoarder overview video well i kind of did and then i minimized it uh, so that the the overview video was kind of like a much longer one that we used to play in between, you know, all of this stuff. But I can definitely do more content for it, Jamie Lynn, if you want, just to kind of get a better idea of how to use it and stuff like that. Totally. Um, anyway, cool. Um, Mark says, I listened to the start of the show, had a full day of activities and came back to make dinner and you're still going. <laughs> oh, hello, honey. Shout out. I've got a heart from Kate. Thank you, darling. I hope you're doing well. I'll be back soon. Um HasLab numbers, yes. Um, quickly, quick look at HasLab. We are at 16951. Amazing. Um, oh, thank you, Peppermint All Capsule, for the um, super chat. No slaughterhouse news this week. Couple quid anyway. Mate, thank you. I really appreciate that. That's super nice of you. And yeah, shout out to Sergeant Slaughter's Slaughterhouse as well. Really appreciate that. Um, okay. What are we saying? Da, 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 da. Uh, yes, I'm hitting refresh all the time, Leon, on it, just to see what's going on. Um, RKW says, give us the ashes back and you can have hoarder. Is that okay, Australia? <laughs> I don't mind. I don't care. I'll give you hoarder if I can. If I can. Trust, trust me, I will. Um, uh, Trav says, I tried sending a super chat to say that our SDCC times Walmart Collecticon preview special will be tonight at 7 p.m., 10 p.m. EST. Uh, hope some of you can join and Chris, I'll just Venmo you lot. You don't have to, Trav. And also, I would have read that out anyway, but thank you very much, buddy, and really appreciate the, the, the thought that counts. And also, absolutely check that out, guys. Tonight, 7, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. Um, make sure you check out their Walmart Collecticon preview special. Um, awesome. <sighs> Right, I am knackered, uh, but there's still stuff to do. So shout out to Pat, who couldn't be with us today. He will be back next week, don't worry. He just uh, couldn't make it this weekend. Um, shout out, Pat, and shout out to Phil. Of course, would have got a shout out if Pat had been on. So shout out to Phil. And also shout out to Phil. He's been messaging me recently, and like he said, he's going to be trying to um, live stream the panels at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, but I know that the Wi-Fi can be a bit iffy, so I, I appreciate the uh, the attempt if you do do it um phil but if you don't do it mate it's not a problem there will be 
there will be a way to get it. Is there a hoarder app? Yes, Ionic Blood 666. You can find the hoarder. It's H-O-A-R-D-A-R, not E-R. So that might be where you're going wrong. So instead of E at the end, it's A. So H-O-A-R-D-A-R. If you search for that in either the App Store or the um, or the Google, um, the, what's it called? The other one, the Android version, um, you should be able to find it, no problem. And there are links in this very description as well. So if you want to click on the link in the description, you'll find it, no problem. Um, yeah, there you go, cool. You'll have to scroll a bit because there's a lot of links in this episode. Um, yeah, so yeah, Phil is going to SDCC to hopefully fill, the, fill those panels for us. Anyway, thanks, Phil. Shout out to the fam. I know Kate was watching a second ago. Love to you and Phoebes, honey. Um, I'll be back in a sec. And also to whole family in the UK, to, to everyone in the US. Love you guys very much. Thanks for all and every support and everything. We really appreciate all of it. Um, to Brian, shout out to Brian, actually. There's a few things we want to talk about here. So Brian Sauer does all amazing graphics. We really appreciate that as well, Brian. Thank you so much uh, for hooking me up with a single window graphic here as well that you're seeing right now uh, for this wetsuit theme. Um, obviously, disassembly required is under his remit and codename Iowa's. Um, so assembly required November 3rd and 4th. We'll keep reiterating it. I don't think everything has gone up yet. Um, oh, honey, Phoebe has been watching too while I also play Zelda. That's so sweet, Phoebes. How you doing, honey? I'll be back soon. Listen to my voice. I'll be back home soon. Don't worry. Um, that's amazing. Thanks, honey. Um, yes, yeah, so November 3rd and 4th, Hyvie Hall. Uh, tickets haven't gone up yet, um, but they will be. We'll keep you up to date with all that information. And there is another thing we need to reveal on the show for the first. Yes, this is a uh, exclusive for the show. It's related to Brian and Assembly Required. Yes, there will be this year another armor event. Yes, A-R-M-O-R. -R. Uh, that would be Assembly Required um, mobile online rally. Um, is it mobile online? Something online rally. I can't remember what it is now, but it's armor. It's probably written on there and I can't see it, but no. And this is a nice little hint of what's to come. Um, I think this, this is basically, this is what Brian has concocted visually and it's amazing, isn't it? So you've got the extensive enterprises pen over there, the E headed, like, you know, uh, letter headed paper, Memorandum to all employees, friends, family, Fred's exotic emotional support animals, etc., from Tomax and Zaymot Powley, joint CEOs, executive enterprises, or was it called? And it's extensive enterprises. So that that's interesting. Is that a, is that a mistake? Have I used the wrong one? I think I have. Subject: 2000, 2023 Armor Event. We are writing to remind you that Extensive Enterprises, in partnership with Codename Iowa, will be sponsoring this year's Armour event as our mandatory summer activity. Dates, relevant protocols, and gear kit details for those will be uh, avaricious appetite for engaging in capitalism will be forthcoming in the near future. Attendance is compulsory. Fun will be strictly enforced. Back to business now. Brilliant. So Armour is kicking off this year. We don't know when, obviously, all that information will be revealed uh, on Codename Iowa's Facebook, well, socials. Um, I imagine shortly after, probably today, shortly after this episode goes out, but we just wanted to break the news for you guys. Very excited about it. And it looks like there could be a heavily 
extensive enterprise theme going on there, which is amazing. Uh, brilliant stuff. He's even put friggin' like cup of coffee in there and like kind of like a snakeskin red kind of like laptop cover or like desk cover or something. That's so the detail he goes into for this design stuff is next level. Brian, you're an absolute mad genius. Anyway, I'm very excited to be involved in another armor as well, actually. That sounds amazing. Um, also, G.I.J. Classified Revenge of the Ninja, book two from Kelly Scovron is in, well, it's in stock now. Yeah, it's it's for order now. It's, re it's ready. So go and get it. Link in the description, I think. I might have put it in there. I might not have done. Uh, either way, you should be able to find it on our Facebook page. It's pretty easy. Or just go to Amazon and just type in G.I. Joe Classified Revenge of the Ninja. Done. Um, yeah. Uh, very excited, actually, for Armour now. I haven't talked about it. But yeah, there's that. Also, some new teas have popped up. Shout out to uh, Skinny Joe fan on all, most platforms uh, for sending me this heads up that even more T-shirts have appeared on 80s tees, G.I. Joe related. Got that cool snake, that Arctic snake eyes one is pretty cool, actually. I really like that. Uh, then you've got kind of like a evil trio, but kind of almost a bit um, more crimson uh, vibe to them. But like an evil red wash over everything uh, for the uh, Destro Cobra Commander and the Baroness. And then an interesting drastic shadow t-shirt. I mean, what? It's cool. I like the thought of it being Storm Shadow, but also what does Drastic Shadow mean? Maybe that's just the description of the, uh, yeah, Arctic Snake, Evil Trio, Drastic Shadow. It's just the description of the T-shirt. It's, it's not a code name or anything. Uh, but that's it, isn't it? Drastic Shadow, classified figure, confirmed. Just kidding. Hey, do you remember when 80s T's used to reveal classified figures by accident? They stopped doing that pretty quick, didn't they? Um, Major Blood was one. They revealed that by accident, the artwork at least. And I remember, us, I remember that coming out and us being like, well, there's Major Blood. That was amazing. It happened to another one as well, didn't it? Do you remember what the other one was? They revealed classified artwork early, than the, too early, and it revealed the figure design. And I definitely remember Major Blood, but I can't think of the other ones. Anyway, might have been Beachhead. No, Beachhead wasn't revealed first, I don't think. Anyway, um, anyway, these, yeah, 80s tees, you can find them, obviously. You know where they are. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that you were aware that those were available. Uh, oh yeah, shout out to Corey Godfrey. Now last week, I got these amazing customs in the post and completely forgot or didn't realize that it was Corey that sent them to me and was going through some messages and I saw Corey's name pop up and I'm like, oh, it was Corey that sent me those figures. Uh, he said, he didn't tell me what they were. He just said, expect they might be Action Force related. And lo and behold, they basically were. So thank you very much for the Gaucho, uh, classified Gaucho, and the kind of, um, I would say, modern era SAS paratrooper that's also Snake Eyes under the mask, uh, four-inch figure. Thank you so much, Corey. Very much appreciated, buddy. And I'm sorry I didn't name drop you last week. I just completely didn't realize it was you. So Corey Godfrey, you absolute... Uh, legend. Thank you very much. Um, right. That's it. We've come to the end. Two hours, 14 minutes. I think that is a new world record. Apologies to everybody uh, in, that's been affected by that. <laughs> um, thank you so much, guys. Before I go and say thanks to our viewers, listeners, patrons, all of you guys for all of the support, all of the super chats, all of the regular chats, all of the, the just general support, we absolutely adore it and adore you. We are at 16,960. I tried to stay on as long as I could, 
but we're not going to hit 17k while we're on this channel but we will more than likely hit 17k today so indeed sorry kate indeed so um hopefully we'll get the next 40 backers to get us to 17k um while i'm on the road home i imagine uh in which case i'll get back and i'll make a post saying congratulations on getting to 17k anyway guys it's been a pleasure let's enjoy the weekend there's probably going to be about 20 gi joe reveals in that time this has been bonkers um i will see you on the next one we've got loads of content coming for you just you wait and see uh loads of interviews lined up but we're kind of like trying to work around sdcc and maybe after it so there's going to be a lot of stuff after sdcc trust me it's been a pleasure. See you on the next one. As always, stay fresh cheese bags. And after three, you know what to do. One, two, three, full force. Oh, what an episode. Make sure you get involved with the discussion by liking, sharing and commenting on these videos and as always you can keep up with the show after listening by following on Twitter at The Full Force, liking the Facebook page facebook.com forward slash The Full Force and if you would like to contact the show you can message us on either of those platforms with feedback and questions. We also have a Patreon page so if you want to show your support for the show, see your name up in lights on these videos or enjoy exclusive bonus content then check out patreon.com forward slash the full force podcast or click on the link on any of the posts this podcast appears in full force